0: Psalms talk about John 316.
1: Alston 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Wait! <laughs> Paul's the Moat Divers! I am Broken my Hottie, and I would like to inform all of you out there in the Moat Divers about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence? Yes. It is called The Go Home Show. And it is hosted by Jordan and Nick. And they are both true subscribers to my broken brilliant. Yes. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the wrestling divers. Make sure to check them out. The Go Home Show. As you will find it absolutely stupid. And we're back with another episode of the Go Home Show with your boy Q Ball here's my homie Comquat.
0: What the fucks up, guys? We just signed a contract and we're still gonna fuck everything up. We're gonna pee in the toilets and not flush it. So what's going on?
1: <laughs> nah, it's your boy Jordan here, my boy Nick. We're back and it's uh, as you can tell, we're gonna be talking about some retribution in this episode. But <laughs> how's it going, man? Pretty good. How about yourself? Just hanging in there. Like I said last week, the Bears won again this week, so you love to see that. <laughs> you love to see it. It was, it was a little bit of a, a slim victory, but I'll take it. Yeah. Well, win's a win. Yeah, exactly. Well, I want to start this episode off on a somber note and say rest in peace to Joe Laurinaitis, better known as Animal, one half of the one of the best tag teams ever, the World Warriors, uh, one of my favorite tag teams ever. I got to see the road warriors multiple times when like way back in the day when I was like probably five years old, there's actually a picture of me, me and my dad and Hawk is holding me and, uh, you <laughs> has like armor around my dad. It's like one of the best pictures. <laughs> picture oh, that's warriors.
0: one of the best, one of the best pictures I've ever seen. Like, honestly, even if I didn't know you, I'd be like, yo, that's, that's dope.
1: We had to meet the
0: road warriors and they picked you up.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. They used to work, on. Um, a, like a little indie out here called PCW back in the day. They, they were like their tag team type champions for a little bit too. They were there like often, so it was really cool. I got to like see them pretty often, so it was cool. So rest in peace to the animal for sure. He was,
0: yeah, taken too soon. He was like 60 years old. He was, yeah, still only 60 pretty young, you know, my dad's age.
1: And he, uh, he was actually at, was it all in or was it all out that he was at where he rode out, rode out on the motorcycle?
0: Um, he was. He was at All In. That's 100% because Chris, our buddy Chris, met him Okay, and got a picture. But I don't know if he was at All Out. I don't remember that or not.
1: One of those shows he he rode out on the beginning on a motorcycle. I think it was probably All In. Oh, fuck yeah. I think that's what it was. But a legend, man. Definitely rest in peace. Definitely taken too soon. But on a brighter note, this weekend I got to go over to Warrior Wrestling. Like we've mentioned multiple times before, a great promotion out here in Chicago. And... (laughs) It was their uh final show or their stadium series so the past like three past six weeks i say they had been doing outside shows like social distance and everything on their football field and this was the last one they were doing this year and it it was a banger man i know nick wasn't able to go it's just me me and my brother this time but it was a great show we got like we got field seats and it's pretty like three years back which was perfect we got to see everything we're far away from everybody, but the matches are awesome. And, uh, Joey Janela had a banger. It was a no DQ match against, uh, Robert Ego Anthony with Frank the clown by his corner. And this man, Frank is, <laughs> I never see Frank take a bump, but this man took a pile, a tombstone pile driver off the apron, through a door Ooh. to the turf. <laughs> Jeez. Even for Frank, that's a rough bump too. Yeah, for sure. For, for, I mean, I'm, I don't know his full history, but I don't think he's done many things like that. So. No. As
0: much, as often as we've seen him and booed him, yeah. we've, I've never seen him taking a decent bump like that that I, I saw like, on yeah. clips and stuff.
1: It was wild, man. And later in that match, Janela did a, like I mentioned, a ton of football field, this show, and he did a swanton bomb off of the field goal posts through two tables on Jeez. top of Frank the Clown and – uh. Ego man, that was crazy. <laughs> it That's was. Nuts. Is he the first to jump off a, a, the goalpost? At first, I, was, I think he definitely was for sure. Okay, nice. I, I know he last show he wrestled Warhorse and he did like a a uh, running power slam for like fifty yards, which was pretty <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> nice. But he he definitely took it to the next level there because Swanton Bomb is like one of the. I, I was like, I, when he, I saw him go up there, I was like, I oh, was gonna do an elbow. Like that's that's safe, but it's still crazy. Yeah. This man did a swan. Song. That could have gone so bad because it was windy and it was like the thing was moving when he was doing it all. Oh.
0: Yeah. That goalpost is too big to like <laughs> to be centered and held by yeah. right, So you know it's moving around. And it's probably yeah. slippery up there, who knows?
1: I definitely went well. Glad it went well, because it was crazy. <laughs> it was sick to see. I'm glad I was able to there to be there for that. And another thing I was glad to be there for was the main event was Brian Cage going against the champion at the time, Brian Pillman Jr. against Trey Miguel of the Rascals. And Trey got the win, man. The whole crowd lost it. I, me and Aaron popped to our feet. Like We've mentioned so many times on the show that we were big fans of the Rascals. So to say, see Trey get, which what I believe was his maybe like first like major championship as a singles wrestler, so mm-hmm. cool, man.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Very unexpected, you know? But... Definitely deserved. I saw the uh, post that he put up there in Wentz, put up there on Twitter. Uh, yeah, shout out to him. Good for him, man. He deserved it for sure. They both, all those guys worked their ass off. All I mean, Pillman and uh, Cage, too. But, yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. After the match, the finish of the match, Wentz came sprinting down to the ring and, like, tackled, Trader a hug. <laughs> Damn. I, like, it did not look like he knew it was going to happen because he came out in full, like, ready-to-go gear. He had his hoodie on his backpack. Wow. <laughs> he looked like he was ready to leave. And he came sprinting out to the ring to hug him. It was such a good moment, man. It was really cool to see. And a lot of the guys that Trey uh, trained were on the show, like, the pre-show. So there was a moment where all his the people he trained came out and gave him a hug, and they put him up on his shoulders. It was just real cool to see. Oh,
0: yeah, I did see that. I saw a picture of it. Yeah. Everybody yeah, in the ring. I didn't know who it was, though. That's Yeah, cool. it was really cool. That's
1: awesome really cool man really cool shout out to Trey Miguel what great wrestler and i think he's probably one of the most not most improved but most of the like people who has come up the most this year cuz before he was this and like he was a trios guy but this year he got a x division title shot a uh impact world title shot and now he gets the warrior championship it's a big years for trey it's definitely deserved
0: yeah, I'm sure if a- AAW is running, I'm sure they'd be using him too, I would feel like.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. AAW is actually coming back this Thursday. You can find it on Fight TV. I, I don't get any money for this plug, but I like AAW, so there you go. Yeah, shout out
0: to AAW. <laughs> they're, uh, they're not having people, right?
1: No, they are 50 people, but it's oh, on that really know. quick, and it's on a oh, Thursday. Sure. So. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Good old man, so out there with the AAW title. You got to get the win and hit the pay window. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that was Warrior. And the next night, this Sunday, we saw Night of Champions. And it was a pretty standard pay-per-view, but I thought there was two things especially that really stood out to me. The opening match and the last match. <laughs> the opening ladder match with the IC title, man. Ooh. banger! So good.
0: I mean, these guys were taken. Risky bumps for, I don't know. I, I want to say for their age, but I feel like AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy shouldn't have been doing the stuff they were doing. It was just so crazy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jeff Hardy did a did a swan ton off this 20, 30-foot ladder like it Scary. was TLC. You know, It was just nuts. Threw a ladder, and the ladder didn't – correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it was made of wood.
1: That one might – it looked like it to me. I don't know. Uh, that one did, it it didn't was made bend of wood? like – it didn't bend like wood to me, like, for my eyes.
0: Oh, uh, because I thought I th- saw Sammy pick it up and throw it out of the way, and it was just, you know, bent. Yeah,
1: that's so what I'm saying. I don't think it broke, like, the, the woodwinds break. I think that was, like, a, a shoot ladder.
0: <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Yeah, they were doing – you can see every one of their backs was – I'm sure you yeah. can see Hardy's back, but I'm sure it was red and fucked oh, up. Yeah. like the, rest oh, of, the yeah. rest of them. And he took a nasty bump, just, like, tumbled back. Uh, it was when he, yeah, they were tipping the ladder, and he's yeah. trying to like hold on, and he just fell out of the ring with the ladder. And it was just could have ended a lot worse than it did.
1: Uh, that that spot scared me for sure. I was like, oh Definitely. my god, what is this man doing?
0: And there was a part where uh, there's this old ECW match, and it's a ladder match. Sandman and uh, I could be wrong, but I think it's Mikey Whipwreck. But he takes Whipwreck takes this ladder and just. Slams it like full force, just and it smashes Sandman right in the face. And I don't know if he's just drunk and his like reaction time's off, but it was ugly. It's an ugly, ugly bump or whatever you want to call it. And Sami Zayn pretty much did the same thing to, uh, I think AJ Styles. He just took one of those smaller ladders and just, yeah, he didn't get hit as hard as Sandman did, but he got hit for sure,
1: yeah. Sammy Zayn's match was so creative, dude. Yeah, he's great. Br- bringing the the handcuffs out and handcuffing first AJ to the or himself to AJ and Jeff Hardy's earlobe. The earlobe. I'm like, how did he get it undone? It, and then for him to <laughs> the finish of the match was just genius. So he originally he had it hooked up to himself and AJ, and there was a part where AJ was trying to suplex him, <laughs> but he was just sandbagging him.
0: And he's dragging him to the ladder, and he's like, eh, I didn't want to go. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He looks like, uh, he just looks like a, a wild man. His he hair's all grown out. His beard's looking crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they had, I mean, they had to give this to him, you know? They couldn't yeah. have shit on him after exactly. he just got back from coronavirus. Like, good God.
1: Dude, I I loved it, though. This match was awesome. And speaking of something I loved, this main event, Roman Reigns, first of all, shirt off, looking like a maniac. (laughs) This dude is shredded. I don't know why they put that man under a vest ever. That man is shredded. He's looking crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, why wouldn't they fucking just let him
1: show off his physique, you know? And this man's out here talking about, I am your tribal chief. (laughs) <laughs> he was just bullying this man, Jay. <laughs> I felt bad for him. Like, jeez, I
0: did it for Jim. I did it for Jimmy Brada.
1: I did it for me, Brada. That's why we're almost talking yeah. about. I, don't I did it for Paul Heyman, brother. <laughs> was- I love that match. though. the way the way they told the story in that match was really good. Yes, really, really,
0: figuratively good. and literally.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the end where Jay or Jimmy comes out and throws in the towel. Roman doesn't care, though. He's like, that's not enough for me. You better tell me I'm the tribal chief. <laughs> right. Bow to me. And then the final shot of R- R- Heyman taking the lay that Jay wore to the ring and putting it on Roman, and Roman just standing over Jay's lifeless body with the belt up. Perfect. And
0: Heyman's, like, looking at him like, "Oh shit, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, because
1: Heyman was, like, even showing remorse in his match. He was like – "Yeah." I'm, you're my tribal chief. He's like, it don't work that way. I want to hear it from him. Not you. And I was like, geez, this man right. was crazy. <laughs> right. He's about to fucking throw him in all the ring. It's, it's so good, man. It's, I don't know how they didn't do this sooner. Like
0: sooner. Right. What the it's, fuck? It's money. <laughs> it's money, <laughs> it's so good. And he such a good heel. He is. Man. for sure. Man, they should have did this when he got booed at, when the rock came out and they booed him and, in the rock at the rumble that's when they should have turned him because that's like the perfect time because that's pretty much what 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 happened with the rock you know yeah
1: exactly die rocky die he should immediately it's like when rock was raising his hand like, here's the boo take the hand away hit the rope spear and start killing the rock oh right right yep he would, he would have been gone to, to hollywood by now if that happened right yeah i mean oh
0: yeah just something like that where he just Nah, fuck this. I'm the tribal chief now. Yeah, you could do the tribal chief then back then yeah, with the rock. exactly. You know, the chief out. I mean, there wouldn't be a payoff at least because the rock was probably doing something. But yeah, something.
1: still, still. Regardless, this rules and I, I loved it. Speaking yep. of something that I, uh, I wouldn't say I loved. Let's talk about one day now, wrong man. <laughs> so, uh, it opened up with retribution being revealed. Well. <laughs> so alright so let me preface this by saying it's revealed who they are but they never explicitly say who they are yeah so it's Donovan Dajakovic obviously, Mia Yim Dio Men, Mercedes Martinez and Shane Thorne and at, at this point in the show at the beginning we don't know their names like we know who they are obviously but right. they, don't have, they, they don't have names they just got retribution I'm like okay and this man, Digest, wearing they're, they're wearing these crazy masks. Digest looks like Mad Max meets Bane.
0: Yeah, with the face paint, was it's like it's like a hat on a hat. You got face paint and a mask. Like, exactly.
1: He's talking about collecting money like horse. and I was like, "What is they're talking about, <laughs> like, bro?"
0: Shouting out the whores. <laughs> uh,
1: this is they're basically their whole mission statement is, we wanted to destroy WWE, but as they're coming out. Michael Cole says, or whoever it was, whatever commentator says, oh, we just found out Retribution has signed contracts with WWE. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so your your whole mission statement, you're cutting this promo about how you hate capitalism and you want to destroy the WWE. Yep. But I'm just like, hey, pal, I know you want to destroy me and all, but uh, here's a contract. Oh, sure, boss, here you go. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, they had to walk by Vince and Gorilla to get out to the ring. Like, why wouldn't they just beat the shit out of the old man right there? Uh, Like,
1: you're going to pay us money, old man, or something. Like, I don't know. But they're talking about people collecting their money, but then they signed a contract for money. They're the
0: whores. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) For what? (laughs) And you think it's bad now. I'm going to save the best part for when it happens in the show. Raw is whores. Sorry, I had to say it. Alright, that's the episode of the month. That's the, end of the episode. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we'll, that, that's that's on the list. You just made the list, brother.
0: No, <laughs> you just made the list with
1: <laughs> So next, the hurt business comes out to confront them, basically, and they start brawling back and forth. Blah 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 blah, and the whole the non-named jobbers of retribution come out and start helping the yeah. for the fight.
0: The hired goons, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so next we come, have a little promo in the back with Ray and the whole familia back there with them, talking about how yeah. proud he is that uh, Dom's getting the title shot tonight, which was coming up. So Dom basically had a title shot for the uh, SmackDown tag team titles or a chance to get the title shot, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, with him and Humberto and then it was Angel Garza and uh, Street Profits, and yeah, yeah. But no, it was a, it was a, it was Angel Garza, and Andrade, and... Humberto, and Mysterio, and then who was the other team? There was three teams.
1: Oh, um, Seth and Murphy. That's what it was.
0: That's right. That's right. And then whoever won went on to face Street Profits for the titles. Yeah, exactly.
1: It was a really fun match, actually, but. Rollins ends up leaving Murphy, which will play into a lot of the story at the end of the show. And of course, Los Inglonables, they WWE are back together this week after the week before they were clearly broken up, which there'll be a little bit more of that in the show later. It's just, I, I, I really didn't understand that because they were clearly broken up last <laughs> week.
0: Right. Like, what? The, yeah. And then Seth and Murphy kind of too. So I assumed that was going to be Humberto and, and Dominic. Because it's like we haven't really seen them, but I guess that's baby face. Baby face that doesn't really make sense, but yeah, I guess. But then yeah. retribution and and uh, hurt exactly. business is heal and heal. So who knows?
1: Hey, hurt business will all be faces to me. They they're pretty yeah, cool.
0: They're, they're oh for sure.
1: <laughs> but yeah, man, I really I, I didn't get that part, but I'll take it because it was a fun match. And of course, guards ends up hitting a, a the wing clipper after. Murphy gets left out to, uh, to drive by Rollins. So Liww moved on to the pay-per-view to have the tag title match. And I guess we could talk about that here. It happened at United Champions and the finish was weird, man. Uh, I think Garza got hurt off of either the Spanish fly they did or the knee that he did after that because immediately after the ref throws up the X and on the Dawkins hits a spine buster on Andrade and Andrade kicks out it too, but they still call for the bell, and the match is over yeah. there.
0: That was yeah. A- that, it was a weird finish. I don't know. I think it, yeah. Obviously, something he got hurt doing something. I would assume a Spanish fly just because that's fucking. I don't know. That shit just looks like it could go bad at any yeah.
1: So, I, I think it was the knee though, because he was good after the Spanish fly, and then he did a few more things. And after the knee, it was like immediately they threw up the X. So mm. maybe like the yeah, non. I think what it was was he threw, not, like, the non-striking knee. Maybe he, like, planted wrong with it when he was going up for, with the knee and, like, tweaked something or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully it's not Those too little bad things away. that you don't think
0: hurt and they end up looking – or they, yep. those are the ones that ended up
1: hurting the most. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like Vince McMahon tearing both his quads going down to the ring after <laughs> the Bosch Royal Rumble finish.
0: I remember watching that, dude, and <laughs> I remember seeing him just sitting down. I'm like – when I was watching home, I'm like, why is he just sitting down? What the fuck? Get Showing up, the funniest old man. things
1: man. One of the funniest things to ever happen wrestling. It's
0: so crazy because just gets in the ring. It's like, what? what? How did this happen? The doctor's like looking at it, like, how did this happen?
1: He was walking did so fast. He was did you climb a
0: mountain? Did you wreck a jet ski? No, I climbed into a wrestling ring.
1: I think it was oh, from the walk, maybe, or I don't know.
0: The strut was too hard.
1: He, he was mad i think he was like shoot man so
0: mad <laughs> he and he didn't even sell it he was just like what the hell is this <laughs> he, he tore both his quads like what the fuck bro That's maniac
1: not <laughs> maniac <Jesus>.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's still alive today for that reason probably
1: probably those quads they they put in a uh, strongest quad the world's strongest quads <laughs> This is what I do. <laughs> tear my quad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's, so I'm that's, that's,
0: gonna get that quad split. What? I'm oh. so gonna get that wig split. World's strongest quad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> World's strongest. <laughs> that's money right there. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. Hell yeah. But yeah, man, that match was fun. <laughs> that's really funny. That match was fun and. After we got another retribution promo <laughs> in my notes it says, God, this is <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't like slatjack uh, we don't even know their names yet that you getting oh sorry sorry right. oh
0: sorry I'm giving away the business
1: <laughs> k fate, bro breaking it <laughs> but yeah they got another promo here they're just basically expanding upon them just hating the WWE and they want to destroy it from the ground up, and that they don't really understand. They don't explain why they got contracts still, and they just move on. So, <laughs> so next is is the Kevin Owens show with Shane McMahon. They're just putting over the Raw Underground match coming up later in the night, which is gonna be Baba Day. Get his name right <laughs> against yeah, come on. Braun Strowman, which I got. Once we get to that match, i got a whole bunch of thoughts on that. Whoop. That's what I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to know
0: what you think about that.
1: Hey, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. It's coming up in a second. But actually, there's some over here. Some over here. So Shane brings up my Day. He's putting put him over. It's my big – it's my guy right here. He's he's the new guy in the raw underground. He's ready to have this big old fight with Braun Strowman and then <laughs> – KO bows up to him right and he's like I don't right. I remember what you did you came in and interfered my match and you slammed me I don't like that and he slaps this man in the face what do you have to jump up to do it too he, yeah basically he slaps yeah, right. him in the face and Shane holds Boba Tune back and doesn't do anything about it what bro he's trying to build this man and you let him get right. smacked in the face by a man who's literally a foot and a half shorter than him. That's
0: what I'm saying. He could've just picked up Shane and moved him and be like, No, I'm gonna kill this guy.
1: Then Ron comes out and they get in each other's faces and Shane stands in between and says they gotta save it for the underground. And then Alistair Black comes up and attacks Kale from behind and just destroys his nuts basically. He does like the little takes takes his legs and then goes to the, the ring post like five times. Yeah. Really excessive. You need to do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Braun's just like, uh, okay. <laughs> they're just yeah, like, all right, leave, let him
1: fight, I guess. Uh, this whole segment was kind of a mess, but next we got <laughs> the Retribution attacking uh, Titus O'Neil and Umberto Carillo in the back. Um, Umberto can't catch a break. He can't win the title match. He can't. can't he's just getting beat up in the back. It's, they're doing um, this th- to the boy Titus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't you remember him? He slipped and fell into the ring that one time.
1: Titus World Titus World slide.
0: Yes. Was that his like what do you think was like his most uh famous I don't know moment?
1: To me, it's every time he goes rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> Yeah, that too and him
0: falling into <laughs> the ring, I guess. And it being Father of that. the Year or whatever award he won.
1: Either that or the Primetime Players theme songs that shit bangs. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs>
1: What was the thing they did? They make come move, on move, make like, it move, make it million dollar move. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Yep. That's a good song, man. Shout out to Titus O'Neill. You got beat up here, yep. but that's okay.
0: Father of the year or whatever.
1: <laughs> Speaking of getting beat up, we got Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. They had a pretty fun match here. It was decent back and forth, but of course not gonna get a finish because a Randy Orton comes to me from behind and hits a chair shot on the back of drew and then hits uh keith lee with a punt and then keith lee hasn't been seen since he wasn't on the pay-per-view surprisingly uh, say what he wasn't on the pay-per-view where was he at you would think he would they well, had... took
0: big show and rick flair and Shawn michaels what how long to, re- to recover you know
1: like months. A month? yeah right yeah. i don't know man i really don't know as
0: far but... the big show had that mask on and then he pulled it down like it was me Surprise. like what like bro that was like
1: the sting take it off the sting mask to reveal that it's sting <laughs>
0: we, we knew it was you <laughs>
1: one of the goofiest foot. and he looked like especially like baby faced here like he looked like he had yeah. just shaved like seven times in a row he
0: shaved the goatee and all that off i hate it's it like bro what do you think <laughs> oh i thought it was baba but no nope. big show <laughs>
1: You can tell by that head that's not day. Come on, now.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, who the fuck else could you be? You're seven why, foot tall.
1: Why was he? Literally nobody else on the show was wearing the mask. But the big show's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna nobody. get
0: him. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay uh, within the confines. You know, I don't want to catch anything. I'm gonna wear the mask out there.
1: But he's gonna go stand directly in front of Red Norton's face after he takes the mask off. Okay, yeah. Like, okay, Paul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Paul. <laughs> damn it. <laughs>
1: But after the uh, beatdown on Drew, on Drew and uh, Keith Randy any kinds of promo, he's, he's like, you know, me being in the ambulance, it made me remember what it's like for all the victims. Everybody I put in the same situation. Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Christian. Names all the people who come back to get him.
0: Forgot about Christian.
1: And he's just basically saying, it made me remember why I love being the legend killer, blah, 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 blah. And he just continues on the promo to hype up the match, basically. And I don't know. I just – it was a, a very standard Orton promo to me. It wasn't really – he had been doing a lot of really good work, but this one was kind of – fell flat for me. Yeah, it was – I mean,
0: if you want to talk about the match from uh, Clash of Champions – We can talk about that It, was just, it was just like – I don't know, man. I, I was really pumped on the beginning of this rivalry. And then it's kind of been downhill ever since. I would not to say that it's been like offense. It's not like retribution level. Like un- like, I don't want to watch this. Uh, although retribution does have a little bit of like, I want to watch this like a car wreck, you know. The Twitter's been pretty funny, man. <laughs> yeah, it has been. I just you know I seen a bunch of shit on there, but yeah, it, it was just too much in this match. And I mean, every time I think Randy Orton's gonna win it. Like, I feel like he should win it. Yeah. Already, that, like, I feel like that's already coming gone. He should have won it, like, two matches ago, I feel like.
1: They're definitely dragging it on for way too long, in my opinion. I I don't really know why they're doing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't know. But this match was okay. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the promo was meh, and then the match was meh, too. Nothing wrong. Nothing good, nothing bad.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely how I feel. It just felt kind of wonky to me. Like, kind of. Right. Too campy for my, for what I feel like a world title match should be.
0: Yeah, it was just too much. Uh, the clashes champions thing was just too much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But next we got an Oscar interview, and she's interrupted by Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, who just broke up. And she go, and Oscar goes, wait, you guys are friends again? And she's like, well, it's because we're not a tag team. That doesn't mean we can't be friends. But the last week, Peyton Royce sacrificed Billy Kay but they've just, and attacked her, I'm pretty sure. But they're just cool now. Like, it's okay. Like, it's whatever.
0: Once again, yeah. It's like uh, Garza and Andrade.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it's I did not get that at all. They should have left them together from the jump.
0: <laughs> they're like, half the crowd doesn't remember what happened last week, and neither do we.
1: Yeah, I, I do. You do. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's very, it's a lot of disconnect stuff here, but I guess we'll keep talking about that as it comes up. So next we got uh, Zelina Vega against Mickey James. Zelina ends up getting the win here with the backstabber, which was a nasty backstabber, too. She killed it with it.
0: Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she yeah. was good in this. And she was – I mean, I didn't really know what to expect at uh, Clash, but this is a good sign of things to come. And then, I mean, Asuka's not going to have a bad match. Absolutely not. But, yeah, Mickey James, much better than the last. I don't know what happened. Did we ever find out
1: what happened? I don't. I never saw for sure. It was just weird. Yeah.
0: It was, yeah, odd. Maybe just ring rust. Who knows? But yeah, it was good. And yeah, the finish was great too.
1: Yeah, Zelina had a fat knot on the on her head. I think she got hit with a kick or something from somewhere. Oh, like right above her eyebrow, she had a big knot. Like she got killed with something. So next we got a uh, the hurt business was in the back beating up the jobbers of Retribution. <laughs> is looking at the camera like, we live for this. You want to fight? We live for this. And he's like, yeah. hey, y'all got this? He, he looks at uh, Lashley and Shelton, and he takes Cedric to the ring like, for his match while Lashley and Shelton are beating up all like 12 jobbers. I love that.
0: That's what uh, Bobby Lashley's equal to,
1: is 12 jobbers. Yeah, exactly. They're just so cool, man. Her business is so cool. Yeah, it's dope. I love it. So before... A match with cedric and apollo we get a uh a biaca bella yet, which finally i don't know where she's been at they put her on tv man she's so good yeah the, she's great the est of wwe showing why she's the strongest in the wwe she's doing a whole bunch of workouts and just showing this dude up who's trying to show off she's like no i'm the strongest and she's just out here making it look easy and she's like ridiculously athletic man it's crazy <laughs> She's she, like The
0: only thing you are is the
1: worst. The weakest.
0: Oh shit. There you go.
1: But she'll never be the weakest because she's the strongest, uh all the ESTs. I love right. that nickname. That's such a good nickname.
0: Yeah, I like that NXT. I didn't for a little bit I didn't know what it meant. I thought it was just established. Like I'm established, <laughs> I'm a sta- I'm an established yeah, wrestler, that but sense. that makes that's actually that's better her version of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> The EST at W A W A E. I'm I'm glad I kept it when she moved with the main roster because that's that's just like what's a unique but just catchy and cool catchphrase, yeah, name whatever you want to call it. It's really cool.
0: Yep. Because then, like people like me are like, "What does that mean? EST of WWE?" And then she's like, "Well, let me tell you, I'm the exactly. I'm the fastest, strongest,
1: and she can back it up too. So why not?" Did I say bestest. You did. I was gonna let you slide.
0: No. <laughs> uh-uh. It ain't gonna go down that way,
1: you just did the job to some grammar,
0: God damn,
1: <laughs> but next we got the uh twenty four seven title little beach scene where I think akira tozawa has been shoot for in in storyline, eaten by a shark so hope hopefully uh shout out to Tozawa. hope he's. we'll never yeah. see him again i I hope. I hope not. I hope. I hope we. Because I was really good, man. I hope he didn't get eaten by a shark.
0: The shark did the job, huh?
1: I hope he did. I, the the way they left it, it seemed like Tazao got eaten by the shark. So, I guess we'll have to see. It says was on TV. <laughs> he wasn't on the pay per view. Drew Gulak was. He won the twenty four seven title because he was doing lunges in the back and he just rolled him up. <laughs> he's always ready. <laughs> he's he's still in Zach Ryder, uh, Matt Cardona's thing. <laughs> always ready.
0: I honestly forgot. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, he was in the I bagu- didn't even catch that lunches. part of the, the pay-per-view.
1: and winning it. I think he lost it immediately after, like, a few <laughs> segments later. But it's 24-7, so you should expect these things. Right. But after that, we got the Cedric and Apollo match I was talking about. And it was a fun match, but Apollo ended up winning with a roll-up. And he just gets, gets beat up for his troubles after. And, of course, yep. Ricochet comes out to try to help his boy, but... It, It don't matter. (laughs) They all get knocked down real quick. Speaking of Cedric and Apollo, that match between Lash and Apollo on the pay per view, it just didn't really. It didn't seem like much to me because they they've had that match so many times. They need to just. They need to give the Hurt Business something else because unless they're doing a thing where Apollo or Ricochet joins, they need to move on from those two. I think.
0: Shit, I think you add them both. And then I would love they, that. Have, they all go to war with fucking retribution.
1: retribution. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Here, here's my fantasy booking. So Survivor Series is coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Give me Lashley, Shelton, Apollo, Ricochet, and Cedric against – I'm not going to say the names yet. I'm going <laughs> uh, to say That's Dijak, say. <laughs> Shane Thorne, Dio Madden, and they can rec- whoever else they re- end up recruiting. As the as the Survivor Series main event, I would say
0: okay. I like that. I like that. I want to see. So if you're gonna include me, Em, and
1: um, I don't think they would do it that way though. Because I think because yeah. they don't do intergender gender stuff, and I don't think a mixed tag would just be would suck for a Survivor Series.
0: Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
1: They would have to have two new two new male members, or there's right, gonna yeah, be like nameless so jobbers. Do, yeah. They're not gonna which have... would not be good.
0: Yeah, who are they going to take on? They're not going to team with Apollo and Ricochet
1: unless they reveal Keith Lee to be the leader of Retribution, and it was all a, a rib to get his his girlfriend and his homie Jack on TV.
0: Oh, nice. That,
1: that's not happening. It's it's not that's that. Not, yeah, that never. That's happen, too clever.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's too. Yeah, it makes too much sense.
1: I don't know. I guess we'll see, but. We got some more ret- You think we're done with retribution? You're not even. We're not even close. We, we, will be back. <laughs> so next, we're talking. We're going to Raw Underground for the first match, which was Arturo Huaz versus Dolph Ziggler. This was really good, man. This is one of the better yeah. Capoeira. Uh, yeah, exactly. This man Huas is crazy, but Dolph ended up choking him out with a rear naked choke, which is a, We seen. We seen him wrestle who? Arturo. Who? who Who did he wrestle that evolve? Was it Thatcher? No, nah, Thatcher was a um, uh, big dude. What's his name? He was a ball champion. He just Oh, uh, Josh Briggs. Josh Briggs, yeah. That's who he yeah. was. That. But no, no, that was Walter. Thatcher might have been who was.
0: Yeah, I, I, I want to say it was Thatcher because it was on the map most of the match.
1: I could see that. That
0: sounds about right for both of those guys.
1: That's probably what it was. I don't remember, actually. I think it was who was. That sounds right to me. Which that yeah. sounds like it was sick. I don't remember. Probably was sick. Yeah, it was good. From what I remember, it was
0: just a lot of grappling and stuff. Yeah. And yeah.
1: The only thing I remember from that show was Walt, the Walter match and the Besties winning the tag titles, which was sick.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Shout out to the Besties in the world, yes, Davey Vega, Matt Fitchett. Great tag team. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, our tour who was is cool, and this match was cool. It was a little underground fight i'll say was cool <laughs> but now that's later in the show hold on I, I, I'll, I'll wait for that i'll wait for that so next this is also something to laugh at so seth Rollins comes out to the, the ramp to the ring actually and he's saying oh god you know i saw this picture posted on wwe.com of course he's not gonna say instagram it was posted on wwe.com which i surf every day waiting for a picture to." yeah right I'm okay, going to websites
0: bud. anymore unless it's an app. Come okay, on, man.
1: Bud. Exactly. So he's saying, look at this picture, man. Uh look at Dominic. Look at Ray. Something's some, not adding up there. So I got some friends to check into that. And then the mysterious come out to the ramp and like, hey, yeah, hey, hey. yeah. We already did this years ago. Like, yeah. come on, come on. And he's like, Oh, wait. Maybe it's not Dominic who's not your kid. maybe it's maybe it's Aaliyah? And, and they look at the lead like, what? he's like, no, she's just a naive little girl, blah, 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 And that pisses her off, so she leaves. That and they're
0: like, she was trying to help up Buddy Murphy. She was yeah. kissing his boo-boos.
1: Which was, I, I don't know where they're going with this. I really don't. But they brought back, also, the Mysterios are all draped in Louis Vuitton. They're looking. Of course, I was going to say. Those outfits are expensive. Talking about Miro coming out in that shirt. That whole family's got five of me always Ric Flair <laughs> level drip exactly it's insane but yeah they they get a little bit of a tension here caused by Seth Rollins so that'll be, it'll be interesting to see where they go with this because there's a little bit of more development later in the show but next we had the uh women's tag team champions Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler who weren't on the pay-per-view because I think one of them I don't know what it was they said they weren't cleared also the reason that um
0: Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross right? wasn't on the
1: show yeah not sure what's up with that. I don't want to assume it's like a COVID thing, but in these times, like, that's what you just, your mind Yeah, it's hard not to. That.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. Hopefully they're good. Um, but they had a little match here against Lana and Natty, which when you say Shane and Baser and Lana in the same match, you know it's not going to last long. All respect to yeah. Lana, but Mira was talking about the brass ring on TV. So you get, you're get taking another big table bump tonight, bud. She, uh, <laughs> match, ends quick. And she takes another Samoan drop through a table.
0: (laughs) She takes a bump for every time he disses
1: WWE. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. (laughs) So next there's a little bit of a Mysterio family dissension backstage, basically. And we'll just talk about the whole thing here. So they're just arguing and Ali is like, you know, like, I just came here to help Dominic and now everybody's getting hurt. And like, what, what if, what what who knows what Seth will do to me and mom? Like and she's just freaking out. And then she leaves and later in the show you see her sitting there like crying and Buddy Murphy comes over. He's like, I'm sorry if I did anything to hurt you. And he sits down and like consoles her. And then it ends there. So like I don't know. What where do you think they're going with that?
0: Is Buddy Murphy is the father? I don't know.
1: Buddy Murphy. <laughs> she's probably like Three, four years younger than. Brady. I was gonna
0: say, yeah, but like, I don't, I don't know where, I don't, I honestly don't know where they're going with it. I don't think they. They know where they're going did with the fucking it. like, he's not your son gimmick.
1: I, I don't know where they think they're going. I don't even think they know where they're going with it. They probably did it just to do it. He's like,
0: I know that Ray and Dominic and your mom are all rocking Dior, Louis Vuitton, and Gucci, but I know for a fact that your Gucci shirt. Is a bootleg. Oh, my that, God. That's
1: real heat right there, brother.
0: Oh, you got heat, brother. You got heat with Paris.
1: <laughs> I really don't know, man. But I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. So, next we go back to Raw Underground. We got Riddick Moss and Eric. Eric? <laughs> 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 yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I hate saying that, man. His name is Ray Rowe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Ray Rowe Shout out straight. Into- or is
1: it? Or is that Hanson? Whatever his name. Uh,
0: no, no that's Ivar. That's, Ray
1: Rowe. that's Ray Rowe Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. So Riddick ended up winning here with the big the uh, KO punch out to the Big Show. <laughs> it's with the one, the one hitter quitter knocked him out real quick. Shout, I don't know, man. We need this man Ivar back because Eric's just getting jobbed out on Underground.
0: <laughs> I know, right? What the fuck? Poor guy. He deserves better for sure.
1: So next we got a uh Asuka and playing Royce match, which was very okay. I I this it was, was alright. It was it was a decent TV match, I'd say. But it ended yeah. up uh resulting in a DQ after Selena Vega came out and interfered to put a little bit of heat on the match she had with Asuka on the pay per view, which we already talked about. So next, I got a lot to say about this. We go back to the to, to raw underground. For Braun Strowman against Baba Tunde. <laughs> and you build up this man of opportunity for weeks and weeks and weeks, having him destroy everybody underground. And then Braun Strowman, who just lost a world championship, comes and beats him by TKO. And it was, like, fairly easy, too. It did not seem like Braun had to put in a lot of work to do no. it. Yeah, it
0: was, it was uh, not a squash match, but it was short.
1: Yeah, it was not good. I, probably two days need to Just destroy everybody, including Braun and Shane.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, why would they? It's such a quick. Like this guy's huge. Like you could do so much with him. I mean, you can, you could have him lose to Braun, but like, have it mean something?
1: Exactly. And 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 Raw Underground's
0: getting to that point where it's just like, who's 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 really getting over
1: here? It doesn't seem like anybody.
0: (laughs) Nobody. It's just a squash after squash, and not even maybe not a squash, but. It's these short matches after short matches to be to lead to nothing,
1: you know. Yeah, I definitely but, agree. I I think they gotta tighten the screws on it for sure. I'd say, but there's gonna be a payoff for sure. Yeah. Speaking of something, I hope there's a payoff for. Let's talk about this main event, man. This is the moment we're all wait, waiting for. So, Retribution versus the Hurt Business, and this is where they reveal the new names for. <laughs> Donovan Dijakovic Dominic Dijakovic whatever his name is was it don't matter no more now his name is T-Bar T-B-A-R T-Bar and during this match he immediately buried because Jerry Lawler goes T-Bar I bet it stands for that boy ain't right and I was like oh my god
0: (laughs) oh fuck I didn't even catch that
1: oh my god are you bro are you kidding me (laughs)
0: What the fuck?
1: How do you bury it that fat? That boy ain't. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> you no, know, fuck Jerry Lawler, but that's pretty good.
1: That was pretty good. I but, get like, it, but
0: from a, like a business standpoint, it doesn't make like. Why would you like? Yeah. is in his ear like, hey, don't, don't fucking kill it right away,
1: <laughs> immediately? And this man Shane Thorne name Slapjack. <laughs>
0: Slapjack. What the fuck sounds like a fucking cereal.
1: Slapplejacks.
0: <laughs> Eat your slapjacks.
1: <laughs> and this one is okay. This this one is redeemable. Dio Man's mace. That's that that could that could be. You can work with that.
0: Yeah, mace is fine. These these all sound like fucking generic name characters in a like a a beat 'em up fighting game for Super Nintendo. Like, exactly, uh, a double dragon or some shit, you know.
1: Later in the week on Twitter, it was revealed that Mia Yim is now going by Retaliation. I think it is, which just doesn't even sound like a name. <laughs> it's just a word.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm Retaliation, and I'm in Retribution, and it's like, what? Okay, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> That's I too close t- to Retribution. Absolutely, way too close. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. I. Yeah, I've been looking all week f- to understand why they would choose these names: T Bar, Slapjack, Slapjack. T Bar got overruled. <laughs> Listen with me up, slap nuts. Nuts. Because he said, "My name T Bar." He basically like to on that trap. He's like, "I'm here to destroy your WWE and all their wrestlers, besides X Pac because he has a good name because X Dash Pac." I was like, "All right, all right." Oh, okay. Right. And then he also said something about Booker T. And I was like, "Okay." All right, you. You're, right, your Twitter's pretty funny. He's been pretty funny on Twitter.
0: Yeah, and then he did. They disabled all the comments, so nobody can yeah. shit on it directly. Whose idea was this? Do you think, Bruce? Do you think it's a Bruce Pritchard? Do you think this is a? I don't know who's on the writing.
1: It was a stupid idea from bad creative.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right, Chris Jericho. He's right again. Uh, yeah. These poor guys, these poor wrestlers, man.
1: And then it's the match ends fault. in DQ. They don't even get to win their first match.
0: Right. The fuck.
1: And then they end up getting beat up by the whole roster
0: <laughs> immediately. They're like Gene Snitsky, just it's not my fault.
1: Yeah, I feel bad for him, man. Like, I hope they can make it work, but they're giving him a mountain and a half to climb with this one. Like Yeah. This is worse awesome. than other you know, people too. That's that's why I'm so bad about it because those are all wrestlers I like a lot, <laughs> like, and they're good. Like, uh, Mercedes
0: Martinez had like what two matches in NXT before they brought her up to yeah, fucking barrier, that, yeah. Like, and then Dio Madden. I was I'm excited. I was like, I'm I want to see him wrestle more than anybody just because I haven't seen anything from him.
1: Yeah, he's bi- he's big too. He's looking crazy, like
0: yeah. It's just like okay, well, good luck.
1: It seems like he has the most gain from this because everybody else just just like we've seen what they've been doing before, and they were so good. Yeah, and, and this is just it doesn't seem like the fit any of them is like it just doesn't fit. I don't know, man.
0: I think that because of I mean, uh, you know, I could be wrong, but I think because of how bad of a reaction just through twitter and i mean wwe is not one to just listen to twitter but and we talked about this before we started recording this is why you need a live audience for certain things like this because unless they look at twitter and they see a little bit of a feedback like maybe this isn't working maybe we should start going a different direction with this you do something like this in chicago you do something like this in philly you're gonna know by the end of it that this ain't gonna work
1: yes yes I wish they would have had some crowd there. though. But I think the Twitter feedback might have gotten to a point where people are understanding how much people did not like this. Cause
0: yeah. When you have to disable your comments, that
1: says something. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, man. We we spent enough time on Retribution. I must wait and see what happens this week. Or actually, no, um, we're not going to see nothing this week because I don't know if you saw this. But they're all in mandatory two week quarantine because they came in to somebody who with contact with somebody who had COVID. So they're not going to be on TV for two weeks after this, which is everybody it- in retribution. Yep. Every single one of them.
0: This is how they win. This is how they win.
1: No, I, I this, this might be make it worse. Cause they're going to come like to do that and then just be gone. Makes it look even worse in, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Hopefully they uh, come I back mean- and, Maybe it's a blessing. and Not a blessing, but you know what I mean? Like,
1: They come back and it's just clean slate.
0: <laughs> yeah, clean slate. Or start something or do something else. I don't know.
1: I hope so, man. I, I really hope so. But I guess we'll see. So that was rough for this week. It was interesting to say the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's hop into Tuesday night, man. Impact, it was like a – it was a kind of a run of the mill show, so I didn't – really write down too much of the backstage segments or anything but there was three really good matches on the show that i want to talk about so first i opened up with Rohit raju also known better to me as hakeem zayn he defended his X division title against trey miguel new warrior champion and uh chris bay the uh the finesse god which i want to see chris bay live soon man they do rules but it was a really fun match and Rohit ended up getting the win again which I, i'm really glad he has a title on impact that dude he can talk for days, man. He can go in the ring and on the mic. He just, he's one of the like the best guys in Impact, I say, on the mic probably when he's given the chance mm-hmm. to shine. So glad he's got, got put in that opportunity. And the next match they had was Kimberly and Susie, which I think was the best match of the show. Sneaky, wow. really good match. Like, it was really, really good. And uh, Kimber ended up losing to Susie here. But, man, this match, definitely seek that one out. And the main event was RVD against Sammy Callahan. And <laughs> RVD ended up winning with a roll up, but Sammy Callahan stood tall because he attacks RVD with the chair after, and then pile drivers. For Katie Forbes in the middle of the ring, at the what? End of the episode. yes, sir. he dropped it right on her head.
0: Damn! How will she twerk now?
1: I think I believe I saw that their contracts with Impact are up, so they. They had oh, they had wow. been working with a like under like a per appearance deal type thing, and now that that storyline's wrapped up, I think they might be gone from Impact for now. Hmm. Was this match like
0: a build up to something, or was it just kind of thrown together?
1: They had been doing like a little storyline past few weeks because there was some like some miscommunication or like squ- like a quarrel in the back between Sammy and Katie. they've just been going Mm -hmm. back and forth with it. So this was the blowout for it, I guess.
0: Mm.
1: But yeah, man, definitely check that out. Um, Like we mentioned a few weeks ago, Bound for Glory is coming up, and we'll definitely be checking that out. I think that's actually on the 17th, 24th, Mm -hmm. sometime in in October, I know. So we'll be definitely having to do a review of that show. I'm definitely excited for that because they got uh, Eric Young against Rich Swan for the title, which I think will be a great match.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Definitely. I'm going to watch that that for sure. Hell yeah, absolutely. So staying on Tuesday night, let's go to late night Dynamite. So after the NBA game on Tuesday, it was like 1130 our time and central time that this aired. I actually stayed up and watched it. Um, I kind of dozed off for a little bit of it. so I had to watch the, the main event again, but it opened up with Ben Carter, who I'm a big, big fan of. Against Scorpio Sky, Ben Carter is a UK guy. He, I think he's from um, Jersey. I think the island of is. I think it's like somewhere.
0: Yeah, Isle of Jersey. Yeah,
1: somewhere. It's not by Scotland. Yeah, they they made sure to put that over on commentary. It's not by Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
0: I love Jericho and commentary. It's so good. So
1: good. He's hilarious, man. But Ben Carter, he rules. He's from the U.K. He came over here on a soccer scholarship, I believe, and he ended up quitting soccer to go train at the Black and Brave School with uh, Seth Rollins and Merrick Black, Merrick Brave. So he's a uh, Iowa. I think he lives in Iowa now because that's where that school is or Southern Illinois or wherever, somewhere over there. But, mm. yeah, Ben Carter rules, man, and this match was a huge showcase for him. He looked great here. I don't know how yeah. familiar you, you are with Ben Carter, but what do you uh, think? It was-
0: so, I, uh, it was a great match. I thought Scorpio Sky came off as a heel in this match for sure. Um, I saw the dark match with Lee Johnson that you suggested, and Dang, that was fucking awesome.
1: God, that was such a good match.
0: I know a lot of people were speaking very highly of that online, uh, and you said something, so I definitely watched that. That was great. I think this was a little bit better. A little yeah. bit. He came off more of as a baby face in this. Like yeah. psychologically, it worked better this one. Uh, I, maybe Lee Johnson and him just had a better overall match.
1: Bell-de-bell. I'd say so.
0: But I saw him in GCW. Yep, we saw him that
1: that Indianapolis show that we went to. Yeah, I'm hope- hoping he'll be back at the Collective next weekend. I hope so. That'd be dope.
0: That'd be dope because he's not signed, right? No. Oh well, no, he. No, he's uh he's. Uh, coronavirus, right?
1: But that was that. That was at the the taping was on the ninth of September, so it'd be a full month in between by then.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, because he's not signed, so maybe. Yeah. yeah, I really liked the match though.
1: But that was great. Yeah, Scorpio ended up winning with the TKO, but man, they both look really good here. Really good. Yeah. Speaking yes. of really good, man, it's a sneaky really good match. Anna Jay and Brandy Rhodes. I was surprised how much i like this because brandy rhodes is not my favorite in-ring competitor i'd say i like brandy a lot as like a like just a personality as a person on like around the whole AEW universe but she looked really good here this is definitely her best match i've seen like period
0: (laughs) yeah i would agree they brawled a little bit out of the ring and then back in the ring and yeah it was a solid match you know
1: I thought Anna Jay looked really good here. I'm glad I really like the way she's pivoted after getting signed and joined the, the Dark Order. It seems like the perfect role for her. She plays that character really well.
0: Yes. She's like the what is she, ninety nine or something. Yeah. But you're right. She plays that um what's the word? Escort, I guess.
1: Like this she's like the like the the queen like I think she's like the number two to Brody, it seems like to me.
0: Yeah. But on, uh, I thought her she was like number ninety nine was like her name or whatever. Yeah,
1: they call her the Queen Slayer though, and she's like, oh, uh, that uh, from like, on BTE and everything, she's like seems higher above. Like she's like pushing all of them around, all of the like she'll like throw um, Stu Grayson around, and he's afraid she's above of her. And Stu? Everything. Yeah. Wow. She and John Silver's afraid of her too. So I think she's like her and it's her Brody and then whoever else. Or Brody, her than whoever else. I'd say. I should say. Nice. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. There you go. No, she was good in this too. I thought I mean, she's she's up there as far as like uh, female talent. I think she should be pushed. I agree for sure. Definitely.
1: I definitely agree. We'll talk about the women's match that they had on Dynamite in a little bit, but she ended up winning here with the uh, the Queen Slayers, which she even calls her her finisher. The naked choke so she ended up choking out brandy here which was a big win for her cuz even if bill brandy isn't like the most like highly spoke of wrestler in the ring she's definitely she she's a, a big part of the company so getting the win over her is definitely a big deal
0: yeah and it's weird that she didn't get the win here cuz i feel like this was the her like revenge match i guess for what they did to her and cody but eh.
1: he doesn't need revenge
0: no he doesn't just needs hair dye. Gonna
1: we'll talk about that in a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> so next we got uh, Matt Seidel and Sean Spears in the main event. This is a really fun match, man. Matt Seidel. I'm so glad he got a sh- like a chance to shine and show how good he really is. Cause yeah, he's so good, man. I've been watching Matt Seidel for like, as long as I can remember, literally like pretty sure I, saw, I went to an indie show in like 2000, like the year 2000 and saw Matt Seidel versus AJ Styles. I'm almost positive. It was like a, uh, iwa or nwa wild side show i'm pretty sure i think I'm, i might i would I'd have been three years old at the time but for some reason nice. i have that memory <laughs> that's I dope that
0: memory in my head that's a dope memory he was in wwe right for a while
1: yeah evan Bourne was his name in wwe
0: gotcha the only thing i know the only reason i know that is because i saw a clip of him getting rko'd mid shooting star
1: one of the best rkos ever
0: okay yeah, that's that's the only thing I really know him from. Other than I knew that he wrestled there, and I knew he was. A, I heard heard good things about him, uh, but that was around the time I wasn't watching WWE or yeah. any wrestling. So
1: that was a legend, man. He's one of the guys who I feel like should have been. If he was born ten years later, he'd be top guy somewhere right now. Because hmm. he he was one of those guys where he got he was too good in that style in that size of when he was around, it was all about the big guys. So it, he didn't really get his fair due, but, but there's so many guys like that. Like say like an amazing, they're guy. like stuck
0: in the mid card. For, yeah. Even they're, they deserve better.
1: A Jerry Lynn, uh, yep. Steve Carino, even like all those guys, I feel like if they were born 10 years later, imagine Jerry Lynn and Steve Carino in NXT. Like, Oh Yeah. They could Definitely. be. That would be. That would be the top guys in NXT if they were born ten years later.
0: Well, look at Benoit. I shouldn't say Benoit, but uh, look at uh, Guerrero. You know, he was yeah. no more than a mid card guy in WCW, and then he gets to WWE, and he's the champ. You know, exactly. A few, few years, yeah.
1: And even then, it was him, him and Benoit were like the for only two smaller guys that they ever gave a shot like that. Right, Ray, exactly. Say, but. But Daniel
0: Bryan. Like well, that, bring... that took,
1: what, how many years after that? Yeah,
0: through, what, WrestleMania 30?
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. It's just, I think they're just now breaking out of that. You have yeah. to be a big guy to be the guy. Yeah. But, I feel like yeah, NXT man. is the spot for that, you know? Yeah, definitely.
0: That's where it happens more often.
1: But yeah, that, this match with Matt Seidel and Sean Spears was really fun, man. Sean Spears kind of worked up to Seidel's pace in this match, and it, it looked really good. I think he works, I don't know, I think he might be, should be, maybe work a little bit more of like a, not like a high-flying style, but like a faster speed. I think, I thought he worked really well. Like, he was still as hard-hitting and methodical, but he was doing it at a faster pace, and I think it might might be a, a cool way to kind of, not speed it up, but like spice it up with his matches a little bit.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I feel like he, uh, you know what happened with him and Cody when he first got there, he was the chairman when he busted yeah. in the head. And he was saying, oh, he's a good hand even though that's like offensive that he that was like the gimmick was that, that was offensive to him as a wrestler to say that
1: but yeah
0: I mean it's probably true he could probably just work with anybody really
1: yeah exactly for sure he he's definitely I've always thought the Charles Pierce was really good so yeah it's too. cool to see him get the main event on which I which I think was a pretty big show for AEW just cuz it was like a direct runoff from the NBA so and they got like 500,000 viewers for being on it 12 for ending at 12:30 our time yeah so. right that's Damn. crazy that's a, a bad week at NXT. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, uh, it's crazy. Shout out to AEW uh, Late Night Dynamite. It was a fun show. This little short little thing. I think that might be like a preview of what the third hour will be whenever that happens because they've confirmed that it's happening. It just doesn't it, – it won't be on – Oh, the so they're going to add
0: another hour on to Dynamite? Because I thought they are going to do another show.
1: Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. Like another hour hour-long show on a separate night. Is what I mean. Gotcha. I think think it'll be be
0: dark, basically. Or what do you think?
1: I don't know. I think I would prefer if it was something like this, where it was still like the main stars. Because dark is kind of like a, they're I would say like their developmental thing, where like they're yeah, they're NXT essentially. They're they're checking out new talent and letting them work with like the veterans and things like that. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. Mm. But. Let's hop into AEW Dynamite. Opened up with the best man, Miro, and kept saving against Bad Romance, Joey Janella, and uh, Sunny Kiss. What'd you think of this match?
0: I thought it was okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, I thought Miro, I don't know. for Just for him being who he is, I feel like I would have rather seen him in a singles match. With Kip at his, you know, Kip at his side, you know, or, I, I definitely agree. or something. I mean, I get it. I get why they did. It. He's the best man to save him, but he's clearly the bigger star of the two. Um, just that's just my personal opinion, and you know, and you know, but I thought the match was fine. It was an okay match, good opener.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I don't know. It see, I for sure agree. It should have been. Been his second match, and the first match should have been just like a a showcase match, basically. In a yeah, or
0: squash or something. You yeah, know, exactly. I right? like, I don't know. What do you think about the What do you think about the finish? Let me ask you that. Like uh, in the camel
1: clutch. I, I was just gonna say. I think he's just Rusev with a different name here, and I think I wish he would have switched it up more. He has the same. He yeah. does the same exact entrance, same move set. I I want him to he still has time to because this wasn't he wasn't in the match too much so I'm hoping that there's more to it but here it looked like he was just under a different name and I hope there's more depth to it is what I'll say
0: yeah no I I, I agree with that too you, I feel like because look at Brody Lee you know he's a whole different dude a whole different dude a whole different dude uh Matt Cardona mm-hmm. he's a different guy I guess he's not the like bro uh bro you know happy yeah you know, cheesy, uh, Zach Ryder, he's more serious, but yeah, Miro is, yeah. You're like, he said, he's just kind of like Rusev pretty much just under a different name, but yeah, it's only been what his second match, you know, it's hard First to, match technically. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully they do something more with him. I'm sure they will. He, that dude's gonna, you know, he's going to be on the main, the main card. I feel like main, uh, Main event soon enough, down
1: the road. Yeah, I definitely agree. There's he has to be. He's he's so good. He there's no way he doesn't. He has so much charisma. And just, I think he has like the total package. If he could figure out a non-WWE style in the ring, but I, but what you you mentioned the finish, so he ends up hitting the uh, the game over is what he's calling it now. Even though Jr. refused mm. to call it that, he kept calling it the accolade. I don't know if he caught that. He got I a, didn't. He called yeah, the ugly like twice. <laughs>
0: huh. Was he? Was he still announcing when when he was? Uh, was Jr. still in WWE when he was doing when when Rusev was main? You know, like running running wild. I guess.
1: I'm trying to think. When he maybe when he, like thinking, he... when he went get when
0: Cena. Uh maybe. Ah, I'm trying to think. And if he was, it, it couldn't have been for that long.
1: He was still there, though, at least for the very least, like. I don't I don't know. Cause
0: what was yeah, I have to I'll have to do some research, but the time frame in between leaving WWE and going to AEW, I don't know. I don't know what the time frame on that is.
1: Yeah, definitely. I know he did some New Japan stuff in between, but besides that, I don't know.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I don't know if he did or not, but the either way, there's no reason for him to be calling up the wrong name. Him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do your job. We're live, pal. <laughs> so after the match, Eddie Kingston comes right out. He doesn't wait for them to get all the way in the back. He just comes out.
0: <laughs> I love
1: mic. it. He, he looks at the camera and says, stay on the hard cam. Don't go to another camera. I'm talking to you and all these idiots here in the stands. <laughs> and he goes, I'm here to talk to the, to the entertainer. Moxley used to be like me. We, I, I stayed here. You, you, you went to New York trying to deal with the devil. You're a sponsored attainer. I'm a fighter. <laughs> Dude, he, I love that. You had love me fired it. up, bro. Was,
0: oh, I know you were. I know you were. I know you're pumped for sure.
1: Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston made this match in one promo. Like,
0: oh yeah, it was like exactly, exactly because you could have taken like they did, and they're like, here's unfortunately, here's what's what's going on. We got, you know, Lance Archer's out. We're gonna put Eddie Kingston, in it. you know he's talking about. You know I, never, I was never eliminated. I was never eliminated, and it's not like it's thrown together. It's not like it's thrown together last second. Eddie Kingston makes it feel like this is gonna be a good match, and he's like, I guess you get in other words, talking him into the building. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he's already selling the match, and it's just like, fuck yeah, I want to see this.
1: God, he's so good. He call, He calls Moxley to the ring. They have a little bit of stare down, and the the new F and show comes down and breaks it up. I don't know if you noticed that, but Jerry Lynn was one of the the guys breaking up the fight.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I missed that. Yeah, the Fuck. new Weapon show. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude!
1: Jerry rules. Jerry Lynn does rule, man. He was the, he's a former AAW heavyweight champion. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did know that, but just because he's on the uh,
0: banner. Oh yeah, one yeah, of yeah. The banners.
1: Yeah, I used to see Jerry Lynn a lot back in the day when AAW first started. That's fucking uh, dope. Of course, his ECW run is. Got that match with him and Steve Carino. Oh yeah, him and R V D too.
0: They had some fucking bangers, bro.
1: You know what I'm talking about? Where he takes Carino's blood and writes die on his on his yes. own chest at the God, that's so sick. Yes.
0: That's <laughs> so hard. Sick.
1: That was hard. That was like towards the end of uh ECW. Like Two thousand probably.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, I remember him and Carino, him and R V D always had great matches. I mean, he really had bad he didn't ever had a bad match with anybody, but Yeah, man.
1: Brilliant. rules nice guy the new reference show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he came out he was one of the part of the team that came out and broke up the fight I thought it was really cool a little a really good touch that Bryce Ramsberg was the one to talk Eddie down because Bryce was a, a reference to and he's one of Eddie's best friends as like a shoot because mm. Eddie was in Jakara for so long and he and Bryce was like the main reference to so he they, somebody he's known for 10 plus years being the one to call him down there
0: oh little a little nice thing. touch Little yeah, things. little things. There you go. Really glad cool. You notice that.
1: So next we got Evil Uno over his Hangman page, and this match was really good. Uh, Kenny Omega, of course, joined commentary again. And I like the little touch they added here, where that they said that this match, as is the same as last week, was offered to H- Kenny, uh, Kenny and Hangman as a tag team match, but Kenny refused. That's just like mm. a little, a little thing they threw in there. I thought that's a really cool touch to show that Kenny's still like, nah, I'm a singles guy now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I get I get that. I don't know, man. <laughs> my commentary is just a little too much for me. He talks so fast. I know. I love Kenny Omega though too. I'm not trying to shit on him. I'm really not. I like him, but just not my commentary.
1: I don't and mind it. it. Of course
0: it makes sense though, like like they're of course they're, they turned on a tag team match, but then it's like, okay, well then why is he out here?
1: Because he's Kenny Omega and he can do whatever he wants. And he wants he just wants to bury <laughs> hangman on commentary.
0: Well, well, There you go. <laughs>
1: But it was it was a really good match. So I thought H- Evil Uno looked really good here. This is what, like one of the few singles matches he's had here. But he looked really good here too. Is it, like as well as Hangman. Hangman always looks great though. I th- I don't know if you noticed, but his lower third said apparently sticking with the lower the long pants. <laughs> that was really funny. His lower third. What do you mean? Like the when you when they come out and they have like the nameplate and this. Oh lower yeah. Blood, okay. Yep. Apparently sticking with the long pants. <laughs> he should it looks sick on him yeah it does that's yeah sure. exactly but of course Hangman ended up winning with the Buckshot Lariat here like I said it was a really good match really fun I love Hangman Page I can't wait for the match that eventually happens between him and uh, Kenny that's going yeah. a banger <laughs> absolutely so next we got, I, this popped me up like huge Tony Schiavone interview with Matt Jackson he co- first he opens the door and he flinches. Tony does because he thinks he a super kick like, uh, right. Fathead Marvess did last week. <laughs> <laughs> he felt yeah,
0: Mister Falls takes a super kick like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fall so back with the microphone.
1: <laughs> but. Tony starts, Matt's like, well, dude, why are you flinching? I love you. You're Tony Giovanni, legend, dude. Come on, let's talk. What's up? So Tony starts asking him a few questions, and <laughs> he goes on to ask about FTR. He's like, come on, Tony, you can do better than that. Next question, because Matt obviously, now I want to talk about FTR. So he's like, okay. And he starts with another question, but then he ends up going back to FTR. And he's like, Matt's like, is this a rib? Are you ribbing me? And he's like, no, are you trying to make me mad? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you know what? Let me see your phone. Takes Giovanni's phone and just smashes it on the wall. Stupid. Like, oh. Poor Tony. And, so Tony's like, what the hell? And Nick's like, Mac hands him the phone back. He's like, all right, here you go. And and Tony's like, dude, like, why did you do that? And he's like, you know what? I'm so sorry. He pulls out a wad of cash, throws it at Tony's. Like, I right, just get an upgrade. The young <laughs> bucks cash flexing. I love it. Of course, I love dickhead young bucks. Like, that's when they're at the best. When they're just like. Just like cocky, annoying heels. Yes. That's it, it, the, when they're at their best. I'm so excited. For yeah, I feel like that's just natural
0: way. for that. You know what I mean? Like I feel like exactly. that's – Yeah, like you said, they're better as heels for sure. Like it's just – I don't know. Yes, uh, like snarky and just fucking yes, smart ass.
1: Yeah, that's Perfect way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really funny. So next we had a banger of a match, I'd say. Orange Cassidy against Brody Lee for the TNT Championship. I thought when I saw this match announced, I knew it'd be good, but I didn't know how they would play between OC and Brody. But they, they did it perfectly. This rule. <laughs> like, yeah. I of it.
0: The best part of this I liked was so, and I, I feel like I haven't been big on Dark Order as a whole. I feel like it's just a bunch of jab airs, but I do like Brody Lee, and I'm liking him more and more every time I see him. But and you always point out that like he's he's above doing the hand thing. He's above. He's just above everybody. Yeah. And I feel like the best part of this was when he threw Orange Cassidy out of the ring, and all Dark Order was there, and they caught him. And then Brody Lee was just like, "Fuck it!" And then he
1: dives out onto everybody. Uh, that that was perfect. So, so like
0: that was great. That was, oh, like, so- in a nutshell, like, yo, f- catch him, and then I'm going to land on all <laughs> <Yeah>. of <you." laughs>
1: So good. The beginning of the match where Orange Cassidy takes his uh, jacket up and throws it on the ground, and John Silver starts beating it up. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Cassidy just throws his shirts on-, on Silver's head, and Silver's looking around like, what the hell? John Silver rules, man. Give this man the world title.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like him. More and more, you talk about him, uh, I start to notice all the funny shit he does, and, like, he's a good wrestler, too.
1: He can go in the ring. He's really good in the ring, but he's he's just hilarious. He's, he's a colorful colorful character, for sure. <laughs> but, dude, there's so much in this match that I liked a lot. Orange kept falling down every time Brody tried to go hit his lariat. That was hilarious. Just literally was, like, limping and, like, dead dead weighting to the ground every time he yeah. tried to pick him up. <laughs> and he hit his comeback and he was looking... It was real... There was, like, a 2.999 here. He had, like, the... He got Brody up for the air raid crash, which I thought was crazy. That's a big mm. boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, and he doesn't look like a strong guy necessarily. That's not shitting on him, but
1: he he might be like sneaky strong because he got him up and he didn't like he was struggling, like, struggling at all. He just yeah, true hit it, which I thought was really cool. And uh, but it wasn't enough, of course, because Brody he he hits him with the super kick discus lariat one two three, man. So good, but Brody picks up the title, and the lights go out, and we're like, Sabu, Sabu, he's here, the homicidal, suicidal. <laughs> but no, you're here. <laughs> Wrestling has more than one world fan. <laughs> and Cody.
0: you' all the My father said (laughs) when I was younger. (laughs) Hell, yeah.
1: Uh, So, Cody's back, and he's got the dark hair, got on the black suit with the velvet shoes. He's looking. He's dripped out. But I think he's, I think that's signifying a a little bit of a aggressive heelish Cody, maybe? Because they were saying on commentary, he's showing a sadistic side. The Cerebral Assassin, Cody Rhodes?
0: <laughs> huh? I could see that. I also thought, like, at first, when I first seen him, I'm like, okay, is he going to try to overthrow Brody Lee and take over the
1: Dark Order? That'd be kind of cool. That'd be crazy.
0: But, uh, no, I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think you're right. That makes way more sense. And he's coming back, and he's going to be like, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be. I don't know if he could go against Brody Lee and be heel. But maybe yeah. after Brody, I don't know. Uh,
1: I'm really interested where he goes with it because he comes out lays the whole Dark Order out. He hits uh, Alan Angel's number five with the, the Cody Cutter. The yep. Cody Cutter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know when he decided to start doing that, but it just happened out of nowhere, and they just started calling it the Cody Cutter. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, when
0: i when, never noticed he did that before.
1: He just pulled it out one day, it's the Cody Cutter. Call it whatever you want, it's the Cody Cutter. <laughs> Sit down, Will Ospreay. is mine now. That's what Cody said. Yeah. Oscutter who? It's the yeah. Cody cutter.
0: You make it, I'm, you're stealing my crossroads. I'm stealing something from somebody else. Then,
1: <laughs> But, man, he, he comes out fired up, knocks everybody out, lays out, stands tall, and then Brody Lee comes into the back and cuts a crazy promo, man. He said, what kind of man lets his brother do is fighting for him what kind of man is the line of the show he says what kind of man lets <laughs> his wife post instagram third strap while calling me daddy because i don't know if you saw that but uh brandy had been posting pictures making fun of anna J, calling uh brody daddy brody like, making, mm. like just making fun of anna jay saying like she was like having some relationship with uh brody he brought it in he said posting third trap, calling me daddy (laughs) I was like oh my god that's crazy (laughs) with a dog collar and he brings out the dog collar that match is going to be a bloodbath bro they are about to gig like crazy (laughs) this man Cody said first match back I'm about to bleed (laughs) so you think they put the title online though they put the title on the line, and Cody. It's gonna be a good match. It's not gonna be the squash again, but Cody ain't winning that. Yeah, he's just going. And I
0: don't think he. I think Cody loses, right?
1: Oh no, definitely. Yeah, there's no way Cody wins that. Brody's like the best yeah. thing, one of the best things going in wrestling right now. Yeah,
0: he he's not dropping it back. That's too quick.
1: Way too quick, I'd say. Way too quick, but man.
0: But I don't know if he loses though. Fly in the ring.
1: It's a dog collar match. It's got to be flat in the ring. There's no DQs. True. He's just gonna beat him to a bloody pulp and leave him laying. And send him back to the big show, show or the go, the go big show, whatever it's called.
0: Go big show, yeah. There will be no gimmick infringement, brother.
1: Yeah, TK, you better be careful.
0: Burt Kreischer's gonna do a run in.
1: Oh no, he'll kill no him bloody on. too.
0: Snoop, Dogg.
1: <laughs> Snoop Dogg's gonna do the job to Brody Lee. Oh hell no, not Snoop. <laughs> Rosario Dawson comes in with a low blow from behind. Cody wins the belt. Damn. I'd be pissed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> They'll be dishing out a lot of money for that, TK. Yeah, right. No, but I think that Doc Clark match is going to be really fun. I, mean, I, I haven't seen – it's just cool for them to bring that kind of style back. They, who did yeah. – That's old school. They did this strap match between The Fiend and uh, Daniel Bryan. That was a banger. That's, like, the yes. only kind of style that's similar to this that I've seen in recent times. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be really cool. Really excited for that. Really excited for that. Because Brody Lee rules, Cody rules, and it makes it feel important because Cody's been gone for a while. So. And dogs rule. You think they do that on the uh, anniversary show?
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's got to be.
0: It'd be a good spot for it because it's, like, the payoff and it's an anniversary show so they can
1: you know they're gonna be bloody yeah stack it up moxley and archer and brody and cody on the same show
0: that's oh yeah that's a that's pay-per-view a, right there
1: exactly so i, I think they got to do that i think that'd be really good so, so next we got <laughs> Matt hardy and private party come out and cut a little promo Matt already kind of stumbled through his promo here he said some things change, and some things change, and stay the same, and change, and same, and change. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking uh, concrete's coming back to haunt him. Yeah, for real. He, he, he was fine. And that, that one sentence just threw him through a loop. He was in a blender. He did not know where he was. He's like, man, the
0: He's same, like, and some things change, and some things stay <laughs> the same, and change.
1: But then the inner circle comes out, because basically Matt was just saying... I got attacked last week and Chris Jericho, you're my number one suspect. (laughs) (laughs) So Jericho comes out, he's like, if I wanted to mesh the leg up, I'd do it to your face. And then for some reason they was like, and you know, you you hurt Sammy so bad he's not even gonna be around for a while. Who knows when he'll be back? Just kidding. I lied, he hit the 80 Guerrero. Guess what? I lied. And Sammy comes out and they do the, the Sammy and Jericho pose, of course, which they have to do. Classic. But then I Mark Quinn takes the mic. He's like, you know what? Last week you attacked my partner, my brother. And I'm not gonna go for that. And then he starts saying, like, what, what do you wanna do about it? And then Mark and then Isaiah Cassie says, No, you know what? It's my battle my battle. And he says, basically, you know what, last week you beat me, but I almost beat you twice. And I was like, I, I don't know if that really counts, but okay, I'll, I'll let you live. <laughs> almost. Uh, nobody remembers almost. And then he says, but next week, what if, what if a, a young kid from the Bronx or Brooklyn, whatever they're from, somebody somewhere in New York, the be?" Yeah. I think Brooklyn, I think he said maybe Kid from a young kid from Brooklyn. What if he beats Chris Jericho? What if, worse, dude, this line sucked? <laughs> what if I make you my late champion? <laughs> Stupid. Why, why'd they let him say that? They, they could have said, said anything there.
0: They should just let Matt Hardy talk for him, even though he stumbled through his promo. They should just let Matt Hardy talk for them because they're, I, I like Private Party a lot. They're just real new still. Yeah. And,. Cassidy just sounded like he was just, uh, I don't know. He just the first promo he's ever given it sounded like.
1: I, I think, I thought it was. He's got to be what? what that 20? Last line. Yeah, he's like 22. E- mm. I, he needs some bass in his voice. I think, I thought the promo was fine until that last line. And I was like, oh, come, yeah. Up. come, up. Yeah. <laughs> come on. yeah, Come on. That's what's gross. We need to get label? labels, like. You never know, had a late late champion. That just doesn't even roll off the tongue right. Like, do not even <laughs> make sense. Make you my late champion, bitch.
0: And it's like you're gonna make him your his your champion, bitch. <laughs> like the I, champion. I I don't know. I'm gonna make you the champion, bitch. And it's like, uh, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Put the strap on me then. I yeah, would, I prefer you not call me a bitch, but I'll I'll take the championship. Champion, I'll take right? the
1: championship. <laughs>
0: And I don't understand why he still refers to himself as the late champion because he doesn't have any belt.
1: Because he, he can do whatever he wants. He's he's the million-viewer man, and they only had a million viewers once. <laughs> everybody. COVID God. <laughs> everybody has a price for the million-viewer man.
0: <laughs> and everybody's going to watch.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's fine. I think the Cassie and Jericho match could be cool. I, I like Isaiah Cassie a lot, so I guess we'll see. Chris Jericho doesn't really miss an AEW so far, so
0: yeah, true, very true.
1: It's cool that he's trying; he's using his time here to put people over. So,
0: yeah, oh yeah, got put respect on that.
1: that. Yeah. So next we had FTR and Tully. They come out of pro come out cut a promo. This is classic heel one on one. They said, mm-hmm. "You know what? We got some new r- rules around here for TV tag title matches. It's, it's going to be twenty minutes because they don't want to wrestle that long. They don't say that, but I'm just yeah. breaking down the rules. So twenty minutes." We don't want to wrestle no thirty minute match. Twenty minutes, and we're out of here. Yeah, <laughs> and they said it's gonna be a twenty minute brush of greatness. I thought I love that line, brush with greatness. That's good. Yeah, and then they say <laughs> that they get to pick the champion or the opponents, which who yeah, the rankings. They're, they're we're the champs now. You think you want a title shot? We'll say yes or no. <laughs> yep, and he they also go <laughs> and say if you don't win we get the win which is like they didn't word it that well but the point is that if it's a time limit draw it counts as a win and not a draw for uh, FTR or like a a DQ or something like that it has to be like a pinfall for the (laughs) pinfall submission for the challengers to win which is classic heel 101 (laughs) (laughs) damn you telebranch it he's too smart for him you running around with baby doll (laughs) I thought it was really cool, though. And then FTR, or first, they said that next week it's going to be SCU against them, but it's going to be instead of Kazarian and Daniels, it's going to be uh, Kazarian and Sky for so first tag team champions against current tag team champions. I think that'll be really good. Yeah,
0: that'll be really good. I thought it was. I thought Sky. I mean, he didn't. They didn't break up, but I thought Sky was just kind of like doing a singles thing now. Or was it um, just kind of like I'm going to take a break for a little bit, but I'll be back. I'm still SCU.
1: I think it's just a little bit of. Both maybe it's just because they wanted to run the first ever champions against current champions with FTR, probably. And maybe they even do an angle here where he's out of SCU. Uh,
0: It'd be cool. That, he kind of played the... like I said, he played the heel part in the Benjamin Carter match,
1: yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't be surprised at that, would not be surprised at all. But yeah, it was pretty cool promo. But FTR, come, or they mentioned uh, best friend, they say, you know, even though they're number one in the rankings we're not going to let those glorified backyarders get a championship title match. At they're uh, talking about uh, best friends, obviously they just call them backyarders. It's kind of damn, um, it's kind of rude. <laughs> so best friends come out and they're like, you know what? We're, we're out here right now. What's up? Like <laughs> Trent goes, you guys are out here. You got your, you got your belt. You got your little red panties on. I was like, I love it. wrestlers calling the other wrestlers trunks panties when it's like they <laughs> they've worn trunks before, too. <laughs> That's some shit my mom used to say when growing up.
0: Look at them. They're wearing panties. I get so mad. They're not panties, mom. They're trunks. <laughs> don't, you, don't you know trunks when you see them, mom? What the fuck?
1: I'm 10. But yeah, man. Oh, wait speaking of yelling at your mom, Chuck pulled out one of those lines. He said, so they basically, they argue back and forth. And they said, let's have this match right now. And FTR goes, yeah, let's do it. They, they take the gear off. And he's like, oh, wait. As soon as the, he's about to ring the bell, they stop the ref. And they go, wait a minute. This wouldn't be fair to you guys. We can't do this right now. You guys are not 100%. And they, they powder out, leave. <laughs> and Chuck goes, I mean, at least Santana and Ortiz didn't leave like a bunch of weenies. <laughs> Weenies. <laughs> that's why I was
0: like, "Oh wait a minute! Do you just call them Weenies? I'm like, what the fuck?"
1: I love Chuck Taylor. Weenies. That's that literally only works for Chuck Taylor.
0: Weenie Jr.
1: Exactly. It's because like I don't, I don't know why it made me laugh, but Chuck, it's Chuck Taylor. It just makes sense for him. He, this just sounds like something he would say when he's mad, like as a shoe. It just makes yeah. sense. It I don't know. Like I, I've talked about this before. I don't know how they get the things that they get to work for them to work, but they do. And then they they're over. You range. gotta give the people what they want. Like yeah, exactly. and, they, and they did. They they did the best friends <laughs> hugging the ring. He said, I see I, I seen you he calls them weenies again. He said, I've seen you weenies hugging your entrance. Let us show you a real hug. <laughs> 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 so, it's so good, it's so stupid. Let us Show you a real hug. You weenies. Genius, genius. So next we got the uh, the NWA Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa, teaming up with the AEW Women's Champion Hikaru Shida against Diamante and Evilise. This was a a decent match. There was there wasn't as much uh, testiness between uh Evilise and Thunder Rosa this time around. Although the first time they touched it did it, it, it seem like a little bit of residual heat there. It seemed like there was a little bit there, but.
0: Yeah, some left over from last
1: week. Yeah.
0: But,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah it was decent a decent match. match. I don't know where they go from here with it because she ends up getting the win with the running knee after, I think, the Death Valley driver from Thunder Rosa. But I guess we see where they go. F- I'm not sure where they go from here with the women's division, actually, but it'll be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, you'd think uh, they do... Well, who, who's... Whose belt was on the line? The AEW belt was on the line first, right?
1: No, uh, NWA. Well, no. AEW was at the, the pay-per-view. Then they did NWA, Sheeta versus East. So maybe they do NWA, Sheeta versus uh, Rosa? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it'll be interesting to see. I, I like Thunder Rosa a lot, so hopefully they keep her around for a little bit more. Yeah, agreed. Speaking of th- things I liked a lot, this promo little segment between MJF and Chris Jericho, it's just them putting each other over the whole time, <laughs> and then they ask each other why they call each other losers. Last week he's like, "Oh, you know, no." MJF's like, "No, I was talking about the limo driver. You know, he was driving all crazy." And Jericho's like, "Yeah, hey, I got to stand on my pants. I spilled a drink. I'm like, come on, man." He's like, I, and Jericho's like, "I wasn't calling you a loser. I was talking about Shivani." And they both are like, "Oh, that guy. We hate that guy."
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're just like, uh huh, uh huh. Okay,
1: yeah, you're all right, man. And then they, they just leave. It's just they have really good timing there, because like when they both said, "So why'd you call me a loser?" It was like exact same time, like yeah, perfectly timed. They they have really good chemistry on the mic, which is expected. Two of the best mic guys around. So very good stuff there. Very good stuff there.
0: What well, do you think? There? Do you think there's a payoff there for that, or do you? I think it's think a red it's herring. Kind of like well, ha ha. I guess not ha ha, but you know what I mean.
1: I think it's a red herring because MJF mentioned the uh, him joining a stable, so I think they're like, "Oh, maybe he's going to join the Inner Circle," but I don't think that's happening. I think it's just something. Maybe to throw- he
0: joins the Inner Circle and then he tries to fucking overthrow Jericho.
1: I could see that. I could definitely see that because he he's like the same type of arrogant heel as Jericho is. So
0: yeah, but they already. Got, I don't know. I don't know because he's already got the big guy in Wardlow. Yeah, and Jake Hager's already in there, so I don't know. Hmm.
1: That's true. I I don't know. I guess we'll see. But I think, regardless, of whatever they do, I'm going to like it. No Jeff rules. <laughs> this man can make, what is it, chicken shit out of chicken salad or chicken salad out chicken shit, other way
0: around? Uh, yeah, hopefully you're not eating chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a chicken shit heel, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Wow.
0: We've come full circle.
1: Yeah, we just did. In your circle, full circle. <gasps> what? <laughs> but speaking of something really good, man, this main event. The Mad King Eddie Kingston against John Moxley, they were beating the hell out of each other. Yes, this was stiff, man. They were laying it in, to say the least. I loved it. This was. Yep. I also love that Bryce Remsberg was refereeing in this match. It's because it's a, such a big moment for Eddie. Eighteen years of finally getting a title shot on national TV, and to, for one of his best friends to be the referee for it. It's, Seth's kiss magic that's the cherry on top you'd say i loved it loved it and i love this match man and i love the finish too like before we go to the finish what you think of it
0: oh same I, i i expected exactly what i got you know just stiff i like i love both guys um yeah it was just great i knew it was i knew it's one of those things where it's like i know how this match is gonna go i'm still satisfied with the match and then some, and I know how it's going to end, but I'm still happy with it. I didn't expect um, – I guess I didn't really expect the run-ins afterwards, but, you know, it, I wasn't surprised.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I guess we could talk about the finish now. Eddie Kingston gets put in a uh, a bulldog choke is what they called it, and he gets choked out, but he, the way they, he looked like he was choked out, he looked like he was mm, yeah. They, it was perfect. Yeah, that's the
0: one thing I I, I would have taken. Uh, I would have changed. You know, I wasn't mad about any of it, but I would have changed. I would have hit him with the paradigm shift to finish it instead of the – Whoa, 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 Daisy.
1: We got to run in right Sorry, right
0: Daisy. We got Daisy. She's the official dog of the uh, Go Home Show.
1: She's doing a quick run in right here. Do a qu- real quick run in by Daisy the dog.
0: Come on, Daisy. You know why you got to do the run in?
1: Yeah, hey, we're live, pal. I'm leaving We're it live,
0: Daisy. God damn it.
1: Daisy's getting her, trying to get over. Trying to get over on the podcast. <laughs> but I'll just keep rolling while he, he handles the, the the jobber who just ran in and tried to do a run-in on our show. Daisy, get her out of here. Ah, oh, you piece of trash. <laughs> Start cutting the promo on the dog. No, but this match ruled, like I said, man. And the finish... I think it showed how it leaves something open for Eddie Kingston to keep thriving in this mid event scene cuz he never tapped out he just passed out and I like that AEW doesn't do the the uh the arm raising arm dropping thing how he just they go to, just, to referee stoppage instead of doing like the the old trope where they drop the arm three times yeah I think that leaves more room cuz Kingston didn't get, like you said, you wanted to hit the Paradigm Shift. I'm glad he didn't because he didn't get pinned. He that, didn't tap out.
0: That's why, Yep, yeah. you're right. That's so, exactly why. You never pinned me. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Oh, he's about to he's just wait for that promo. Yeah. Just And that's why he was so mad because I don't know if you noticed this, but after the match, Lucha Bros come out and attack Moxie from behind. And as Eddie wakes up, you see him arguing with Bryce in the background. Like, I never tapped uh, out. I never tapped out. Why'd you do that? So he just started shoving him. Gotcha. This is it's going to keep going. Uh,
0: the old uh, Bretton Austin from 13. Exactly. Happy just passed out. That's good. Exactly. That's good. I, damn, I didn't even think of that.
1: So I think they keep this going and give me a Eddie Kingston. Oh, It's coming. The anniversary of the lights out match is coming. If they don't go Kenny Moxley, give me Kenny Kingston in a lights out match at Full Gear. Oh, yeah. That's. Oh, <laughs> that's money.
0: That's money all over it right there.
1: I would love that. But like I said, Lucha Bros come out and attack after the match. And then Wool Hobbs comes out to, to even the score. And then Darby Allen's music, music hits. He skates down to the ring. And this man, Ricky Starks, comes out and destroys Darby Allen with a spear. Oh, my God. It's like a gamble every week if Darby Allen's going to be there the next week because he just gets bro. That spear he took was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was rough. And Will Hobbs, I mean, probably has the best spine buster I've seen in some time. Oh,
1: it's it's he puts some stank on it every time yes, too. Yes, he does. <laughs> it looks
0: great. I would say Ron. I would say Ron Simmons or, uh Arn. Like, you know, Batista had a pretty good uh, spine buster, if I remember. Batista right.
1: wasn't as nasty though. Like that's no, a, no,
0: that's definitely not. Definitely
1: he puts not, a stank.
0: Who else is synonymous with the fucking Spine Buster? Arn, obviously. The That's Rock.
1: The Rock. Triple H. But yeah. His it was wasn't just, his nat- Like I'm thinking nasty Spine Busters. I'm thinking Arn. I'm thinking Ron Simmons. Yeah. Arn, Ron Simmons did like the. the. He didn't sit down with it all the ways, though. Yeah. He, he, he like was the, just. Yes. Just he puts it. you in the ground, bro. Exactly.
0: Yeah. But yeah, God, what a great Spine Buster. I love that. I love the little things like that.
1: So good, man. But, yeah, that show ended with <laughs> Ricky Starks choking Darby and Eddie Kingston holding Moxley in his hand, just, like, so frustrated that he lost that match. Like, I love it. It's just, like, a perfect way to end that episode and keep, keep you wondering, like, what's going to happen next week? Yeah. Especially if Archer isn't there. Do we get another little promo between Eddie and Moxley? And then they go back to it after the title match if, if Archer doesn't win?
0: I don't know. Maybe I I feel like uh, I feel like the baby faces get the win in the the end of this one. Like when it's all said and done. I feel like uh, Hobbs and Moxley and Darby Allen get the win next week, but I could be wrong.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe if they even do the they do the six man, but with Eddie in there instead of or they do maybe they do Lucha Bros and uh, Ricky Stark. No, Ricky Starks and Darby's already on the show. So maybe they do Moxley, Lucha Bros. Uh, I'm trying to think of how they could do this, set this up. Maybe yeah, they could I don't just know. do like, Moxley and Hobbs against Lucha Bros. Yeah, I could see that. With K- Kingston in their corner, maybe that could be good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we've seen or... and Moxley in the same ring mm-hmm. in like a match. Yeah, and that yeah. sounds interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Any any combination of those. Yeah, I'm waiting for Ricky Starks and Darby Allen. Like
1: just that's happening. Have this we week. See- we haven't seen that. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, have we no, seen that no, match? They, they I think they just had the the spot in the um the the, the eight man tag or whatever he put this the thumb tags in his bag, which was disgusting. The, oh, that's, that that's that's a spot that's gonna stick in my mind. Like that's something you're gonna remember forever. Cause that's like, oh I'm sure, yeah. He, he hit he hit like hit it then slid and just uh.
0: <laughs> like it, fuck, man. There's no way that However way you landed, you're, you're fucking in her.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, man, that was AEW for this week. I'm very pumped for next week. So let's hop into NXT. Opened up with the Women's Battle Royal with uh for the number no one contendership for the NXT Women's title. and This was a pretty fun battle royal. Raquel Gonzalez was running a rough shot through this one. I thought he, she was probably the most focused on.
0: Yeah, I... Th- Wrestling mathematics would tell you that in a battle royal, when they only show what was it three entrances, yep, <laughs> one of those three is going to win because that the other sense. twenty women that are in the ring they didn't get an entrance this match, I thought this match was like, um, I don't know it, uh, half of it I, half the time I spent saying who yeah." Like, oh they just eliminated so and so and i'm like, raven I, somebody named raven i'm like what about
1: raven <laughs> what about raven
0: what about raven that's so raven and uh she gone but yeah, yeah i was just like half the women in this match i was just like who 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 is this i have no Brandy idea lauren was
1: in this match uh she i guess that's her in ring debut who is this randy lauren uh, oh
0: yes, yeah, Joey Janela's girlfriend, right?
1: Yeah, she was a uh, valet of Anthony Green, which he that's signed. I don't said. know where he's at. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: he wasn't in this match, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they all got eliminated. It was cool to see Re- It was pretty much like like you said, Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley was just like a counter yeah. for all of them to be like, that's four eliminations for her and five for her. Yep. Exactly,
1: and yeah, so. Ken Zaro had a shine though too. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. She had a little cool like Royal Rumble spot where she doesn't get thrown up. She gets thrown up, and doesn't land on her feet. Yeah, very so
0: Kofi cool, esque.
1: Yeah, exactly. Land on her back. Which the more I see that, the more I think if you land on your back, you should be out, bro. Like, right, <laughs> come on,
0: that's so stupid. I hate that. Like, when was that ever in, like made into? Like, I mean, I'm sure it was a while ago, but I feel like back when the when the Rumble was going on. Back in the day when it started, it's like if you got thrown on your, if you got eliminated and thrown on your back, your ass is eliminated for sure.
1: Yeah, I think the
0: fans would eat back then, the fans would be like, that doesn't, what? No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a little bit trying to find a spot a little bit too much. Yeah. But it was cool. It was cool. But the finish comes where, Rhea and Raquel eliminate each other so Candice LeRae gets the win. So Candace versus Io at TakeOver, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I think that'll be a really good match. Cool to see Candace get another spotlight. I think Candace is one of like the best wrestlers they have there in the women's division and she doesn't get the chance to show it as much but I think this is the perfect opportunity for her. speaking of a talent who I like a lot getting a chance to showcase Jake Atlas versus Tommaso Champa. It wasn't it was a really good match. It was kind of more Tampa kind of working on top of still, but Jake shined here a little bit for sure.
0: He definitely got more of a shine than he did shit first last time, week yeah. or the yeah, the first time was a squash, but he got more of a chance to do something this time. And yeah, yeah, you know, you go into it same thing. Tomaso, you know, Tomaso's gonna win. Yeah, he's got a little bit of offense.
1: It was fun, though. Tommaso ended up winning with the Widow's Bell. But after two of them, actually, because the first one he picked, he, like, lifts them up instead of pinning him, and then he does, like, a modified one for the win, which, man, Tomaso Champa out here going crazy. Where
0: does he go from here? Oh, him and Kyle O'Reilly, right, you think? No. But I mean, like.
1: Well, we'll talk about Kyle O'Reilly later. Yeah, we'll get into
0: that, but I have more to say about that, I guess.
1: Uh, I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. So next we got the Fandangos mix and match and pick and pack and, sniff and smack type math. <laughs> so it's Danny Burch and Roderick Strong against Fabian Eichner and who was his partner? Uh, Raul Mendoza. Raul Mendoza, that's who it was. Um. So the winners of this match... End up having a title match or a uh, number one contenders match, I think, with their actual uh, team partners. Sure, we'll go really with that. That's what it is. So yeah, I
0: believe the, the winners fight fight each other for a number one contender yeah. spot. It was a decent was, match,
1: fun match. So there was good, some cool stuff here, but yeah, Earth's it a was a strong one. Yeah,
0: I've seen Oni. And Lur- Where's Oni and Lurkin Been? I feel like so, I haven't seen him in forever.
1: He'll be back next week because next week it's Undisputed Era. Bobby Fish and I'm a spur. Wait. That's weird. Why is Roger Strong in the. <laughs> he's not the tag team guy. I just thought about that. It's Robert Str- So it's going to be Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish instead of the actual tag team of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. That's more, more a little bit of. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> so Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish next week against Oni and Birch. Oni and Birch win. They need to win the tag titles, please. Yeah,
0: that'd be great. I'd love to see that. Ayo, ayo, ayo. Throw
1: him up. Throw him up. Shout out to Oney Lorcan, man. Biff Busick. Biff Rules. Yeah. I hope he... I don't know. I I'm, I hope that the fact that he re-signed isn't for nothing. Because he, yeah. he seemed been happy for a long time. And he was vocal about it. Asked for his release. Ended up re-signing. Hopefully. Give him a title, please. I, won't, yeah. I, 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 I like this guy a lot. And he can go like those matches he had with Thatcher were bangers, man.
0: I think UE wins though. He, why? I don't. Because I mean it. it it's uh, I don't know. I would <laughs> rather see Oni Larkin and Danny Burch win honestly, but I don't know because Fandango or Breezango is a babyface team.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. like two baby
0: faces. WWE doesn't really. I don't know if they do that too. They don't do that as often as AEW does.
1: Yeah, definitely not. I guess it probably will be Undisputed Era, but I just don't. They got to work in some kind of story there. because They they seem like Undisputed Era is kind of in flux right now.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: But all good, all good. We'll see what happens next week. I'm sure the match will be really good. There's no way it's not going to be really good with those four guys in there. (laughs) Yeah, right. So next we got Austin Theory versus Damian Priest, which was another decent. A lot of these matches on NXT were just kind of decent matches with nothing behind them. It felt like.
0: Yeah, it was like the last half of this main event I thought was great, like highlight of the of the night, and I thought this match was decent. I mean, decent, just like eh, it's fine, I guess, you know. Yeah, but other than that, I was like, man, it's okay. Yeah, it's a decent match. It. Yeah. He's
1: got the win with the crossroads, of course. The, what does he call it? The Reckoning?
0: Yeah, the yeah, Reckoning. Because his other move is South of Heaven, which I yeah. like.
1: That name's yeah. hard. With the great name, Shot the Slayer. Heavy. But Johnny Gargano attacks Priest after the match and leaves him laying. So I guess they're going Priest versus uh, Gargano at the pay-per-view, at the takeover. Well, I hope so. They ain't
0: got much time.
1: Yeah, right? Next. next this coming week. <laughs> yeah. So next we got a weird vignette. It's a voice changer, person saying, "All these years, all this time away for nothing, and now I'm coming back to take what's mine." And you see him break in and grab the NXT title. So it's it's kind of implying that it's a former champion. Who, who do you could, think? I don't know. <laughs> I have no, like who could it be?
0: I don't know. Did they say it, it was a number amount? It was an
1: how many years did they say? Five? They, I, don't think, I don't think. Did they say a number of years? I thought they just said all these years or something.
0: Maybe they did say all these years. For some reason, I thought they said five years. But, yeah, who the fuck could have been? The only former that's, champion. I mean, who's, I who's
1: recent NXT? Bobby Roode? Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's the only one I can think of. That's a former champion that isn't doing anything. Exactly. That's not doing anything. Bobby Roode or Bo Dallas. That's all I can think of. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Bobby Roode. Unless he comes back, I mean, what? Hopefully, uh, I don't know if they'd use that gimmick. What kind of gimmick? You know, splinter cell.
1: Yeah. Earlier today, I saw James Storm did an interview said that he was supposed to debut in the WWE after WrestleMania, but COVID threw a rut in that plan, bro. If they would have had beer money on the main roster, I'd have been going crazy.
0: Yeah, if beer money, wrestling be
1: profits—that's money. Beer
0: money. <laughs> 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 I do remember them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, rude is One weird.
0: match in NXT, I think.
1: Yeah, he. I just don't think he liked it at the time, but I think he was like having like substance abuse problems or something like that. I saw some, heard some oh, interviews. He he's he's doing better now. I think, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be in
0: there. Wouldn't be mad if it's Bobby Roode. At least, I, honestly, I, I'm. I'll be happy to see whoever it is because I'm sure they'll be used better in NXT than they are the main roster.
1: I I I just think that. It has to be, but, like, there's nobody else, is there?
0: No, nobody else that I could. I mean, obviously not Joe. Kevin Owens is doing stuff. Nakamura. Nakamura's yeah, doing, doing stuff. stuff. Sami Zayn's doing stuff. Was Sami Zayn ever champion? Yeah, I feel like he was. Yeah, he was. He's a, he's an intercontinental champion.
1: There's no way. Like, it's got to be Bobby Rude. I think we just narrowed it down yeah, and it's figured it's there's gonna it. There's going to be nobody Bobby else. Rude. Finn's already back there. Yep. Adam Cole never went nowhere. Keith Lee, imagine Keith Lee's like, I'm done already. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be Bobby rude And there's no women's champions that would makes that can even happen. Only one that's the only two that have not are not doing anything are Asuka and uh, stupid. um, I said stupid. uh, (laughs) Asuka and uh, (laughs) uh... (laughs) Stupress Page. Yeah. She, like, they're both hurt. They can't do anything. Oh, no. not After us, what she moved. did
0: to the NXT title, they don't want her back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no, <laughs> oh. oh,
0: How do you think I got that? Thing?
1: <laughs> My God.
0: <laughs> My God. <laughs>
1: but, um... yeah ember moon's hurt still i think she might be hurt for like. i don't know how she's coming back she's been hurt for so long you think it's got to be male right well that's what i'm saying like if it's not that's i'm trying to like open it up like if it's not a one of the like the main champion north american champion it's only been and this is ricochet Mm, i wouldn't be mad about that i wouldn't be mad about that either actually did he ever have the world title though? No, but he had the North American title. Maybe it's just, they didn't, they like, they showed the NXT main title, but maybe they didn't ever specifically say, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I really don't know.
0: let's see uh, here. I'll go just real quick, real quick. I'll go over champions, right? From 2012. Yeah. And you tell me Seth Rollins. No, definitely not. Biggie. Oh, uh. Dallas. <laughs> Neville. Sammy Zayn, Sammy Zayn, uh, Kevin Owens, Finn not, Balor, nope. Samoa Joe.
1: Hurt, that'd be a banger. Oh, Samoa Joe. I mean, if he maybe he's not hurt and he.
0: Andrade. Know. That'd be cool. Uh, Gargano, Cole, Keith Lee. I would be mad if Keith Lee came back. Honestly,
1: it, it just, that doesn't even make sense.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I just like Keith Lee. Yeah, I like him better. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Like we were saying, honestly, Bo Dallas. If you, he's still there, isn't
1: he? I have no idea where Bo Dallas is.
0: <laughs> I think he might have got fired.
1: Maybe. It's, it's Bobby Roode then. Is it's we're be Bobby Rude. Bobby Bobby back at Takeover. Yeah, they said it was coming, they're coming back at Takeover. So,
0: yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's what he's saying in that promo. But guess we'll <laughs> see where they fit him in.
1: That'll be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool for sure. Speaking of pretty cool, man, Rich Holland. that dude's cool. <laughs> I just like that's the best way to describe him. He's just cool. He has a squash match here against I don't even remember this dude's name, but he 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 worked him basically. Yeah. Ridge Holland he was, came home, uh,
0: I Fuck yeah, what was his name? I don't remember. Something. Yeah, he was a jobber for sure.
1: Jabber Jace. God bless him. He definitely got worked here, though. <laughs> so yes, next we gotta interview with Eo Shirai talking about Candace winning and Candice interrupts and so does Johnny and then just a brawl ensues because Archer, I said Archer because his name is the Archer of Infamy <laughs> uh. Priest Priest comes in and attacks and they just brawl back and forth, Candice is fighting with Eo, Gargano and Priest fighting and that sets up a match for next week, be a uh, they call it an intergender match, they didn't call it a mixed tag match Mm, okay. I want to see Candice LeRae get hit with the crossroads. I <laughs> <laughs> would sick. be
0: mad. I wouldn't be mad. Um, what do you? Okay, let me throw this out there. You tell me what you think about it. I, I don't. I don't want this to happen. I think this is a bad move. But. They were talking, you know, Gargano uh, household or whatever. They were doing them weird promos for a while. Yeah, about, oh, we're gonna get on. We need to be on top. Do you think they both walk away with belts?
1: I really don't want them to take the belt off. EO. Of she's so sick. I
0: don't, I don't <laughs> want them to take the belt off either one. But
1: yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. I hope not at least because I really, I just really like EO as the champion. She just she just looks good with the belt on. She yeah, makes sense. She looks like a champion. She got that championship swagger with her right now. She, you can tell yeah. like the confidence she has that she if she feels like a champion. And all respect to Candace. I like I've said, I I like her a lot as a wrestler, but I don't think she's the champion right now.
0: No, if anything, I feel like they're built. And there, she just had that thing. That was the other one we forgot to mention that she hit Tegan Knox with a pipe and smashed. Oh, yeah. her yeah, and it's just like. Well, we've seen this. She's only been in two. <laughs>
1: two feuds and they both they both attacked her
0: and smashed her knee
1: yeah they're kind of going back to the well on that one too much i know she's had some bad knee injuries but like come on <laughs> this
0: is this is like shot for shot the same. To be, yeah yeah rivalry or whatever so
1: i guess we'll see where they go with it i i think wins still no real i think priest retains also Mm. But speaking of championships, man, we got the NXT gauntlet for the gold. Kyle O'Reilly and Kirk Cushita started. And this, their stuff was so good. Have you ever seen their um, Best of Super Juniors match from 15, 16? Mm-mm, no. Maybe. I don't know what year it was. I'm, I can't can imagine. It. It's good, though. It might have been like 17, I think. But ba- banger match, banger match. Definitely watch that because the, st- the stuff they did here. No, we're even close to how good that is, and it was. And this stuff was here was really good. <laughs> yeah, but he ends up. They just fight back and forth, and Bronson Reed's the third entrant, and I don't think it's a really a gauntlet match. Isn't a gauntlet match just like traditionally, um, like where you have two guys fight, one person loses, then the next person enters.
0: Yes, that's this is like a I, battle royal. No, no, that uh, what the fuck is that? Is that a gauntlet, gauntlet match? Yeah, that is a gauntlet match. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: This was not a gauntlet. This was a battle royale, but you pinned him.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is just like a mini battle royale. Hmm. Yeah, that that's weird. I don't know why they'd word it that way.
1: But I don't mad at it because it was a fun match. Bronson Reed comes out next. Fun stuff between the three of them. And then Velveteen Dream attacks Kushida. And Bronson ends up hitting his uh tsunami splash for the elimination on Kushida. So I guess there gonna- goes our guy who we thought was going to win. Yeah, right. <laughs> Continuing with the stuff between Kushida and Dream, I guess, which is that's fine. Not mad at it, I guess. But next we get Timothy Thatcher coming out. His theme song is crazy. It's just like it, it fits him so well. It's like slow. He's like. <laughs> yeah. Like it, just, it fits him perfectly. He comes out, throws on some uh, some limb, limb what it calls. Joint manipulation is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Some joint manipulation holds. Just works in that Thatcher's thatch can style.
0: He's stretching him.
1: Until uh Cameron Grimes comes out next. But I think before that, Bronson gets eliminated, doesn't he? No, 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 no. After after that's after. So Cameron Grimes comes out, he goes to the moon. Oh, he doesn't unfortunately, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bronson does his big boy's Tope Suicida, which that's a big boy to be flying like that. He got some he got some distance on it too. It wasn't like a
0: Yes, he did. He got
1: some distance. I was impressed with that. <laughs> but Thatcher ended up getting eliminated after some really good stuff between him and Kyle O'Reilly, and then Bronson was eliminated shortly before that. I forget who who eliminated Bronson.
0: I thought it was Cameron Grimes, but I could be
1: wrong. I believe it was. I think you're right. But as soon as Thatcher gets eliminated, Kyle O'Reilly gets up and gets <laughs> caved immediately, and I thought it was it. I thought Cameron Grimes was to go into the they, – they are always teasing me. <laughs> With these right, it
0: makes sense though too because he he beat Finn Balor. Yeah, you know exactly. I thought that is where they were going after Kushida lost or got eliminated. I thought that's where they were going, Cameron Grimes. But
1: yeah, but nah, the the caving was not enough. One, two, foot on the ropes. I was like, oh man. I thought Cameron Grimes was going to the moon, so did he 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 was celebrating. But man, as soon as Kyle Riley gets up, they have some crazy strike exchanges. They were laying it in on each other.
0: <laughs> yes. This is Damn. where I was like, wow, okay.
1: <laughs> I thought this this was really good. I would love to see a full match between those two, honestly.
0: Yeah. We might.
1: I would love that. I would love that. But Kyle O'Reilly got the win here with the knee bar, and I was really happy about that because Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor is about to be a banger. Oh, yeah. Be-, be a great match. I'm pretty sure you can go back to the first episode of this show twenty and one weeks ago. <laughs> and I was probably talking about how I want Kyle O'Reilly to win the championship, so I'm here for it. You think he gets it? I don't think so, unfortunately, but at least he's at least he's in the picture now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting a singles thing. I think Champa has something to do with it, though. You think? I don't know. I, I, at first I thought so, but now they're adding uh, some old... You know, uh, I don't say old guy, but there's some ex past NXT, ex, uh, yeah, yeah, past guy back to it. Bobby Roode, we presume, but so I don't know, maybe not.
1: I guess we'll see. But Roderick Strong and Adam Cole come out to help celebrate, so conspicuous by his absence, though, It's Bobby Fish. Where, where's the fish man at?
0: Yeah, well, he seems like he's injured or he's fucked up, or I don't know.
1: I don't, maybe that, or maybe it's a storyline beat where he. Bobby's not I don't know it's hard to tell at this, it's so hard to tell these days like if people people are like off t v for just storyline reasons. you're like real problems like stuff going on right. right so i have no idea, man, but the last shot is Finn comes down and does his little bullet club uh, real rock and roller pose, and that was the end of n x t this week. I'm really excited for the match between him and kyle i just wish there was more build to it like that's that was our original problem with them booking this takeover at first too but i just feel like these are two matches that could have such a good story Kyle O'Reilly being the the tag team guy who's always kind of the the one who was off to the side not really getting the shine him coming up being the one to beat the guy who just beat adam cole for the belt come on man that's that's money that's a money story yeah.
0: That writes it uh, writes itself, too. And then he wins, and then Nicole he goes on to face Cole. Exactly. That's, he goes on to face a lot of people. Yeah, you're right. It writes itself.
1: But I guess we'll see where they go. With that I'm, I'm not too mad at it. I'm excited to see those matches for sure. But um, speaking of a match, <laughs> I'm excited to talk about. Let's go back to 1994, June 3rd. Oh all japan pro wrestling i said we're going back to all japan this week and that's where we are we got mitsuharu misawa against toshiaki kawada for the all japan triple crown championship man like i always do we give you the reins but first i I'm going to say they were both so over bro they were
0: <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask i want to hear what you think of the match first actually
1: Okay, okay, bro. This is a banger. Like, <laughs> first, the entrances immediately. They're both so over. crowd is going nuts. Streamers are yes. dude, so many streamers. I, that's one of like my favorite things about Japanese wrestling. It's kind of like a ROH kind of adapted it at some point in like PWG, yeah, other definitely. places. But it definitely comes from Japan, and that's just so cool. Like, I, I just love yeah. the streamers. That's one of my favorite things. But Me too. this match is. Stiff. it's two of the four pillars i should say first off and man they just they start off really hot like (laughs) there's not a lot of downtime in this match it starts off a little bit of like they lock up and then they do like little okay clean clean break (laughs) but after the second one chops kicks (laughs) like oh my god there's Kawada hit this crazy spin kick off the road. Like, he threw him off the ice room, but hit this, like, insane spin kick on him. In yeah. Earth the I was like, oh, my God. Dude,
0: dropped him hard. And Masawa started bleeding from the ear, too. Yeah, I think that – I don't know
1: if that was from the forearms or was it one of the kicks. Like,
0: I think it's from one of the kicks, I think, because that's like Kawada's thing is kicking the fuck out of people or right? giving him, like, was, a <laughs>
1: kick, like, a running, running kick. He was killing them. But yeah, I I don't want to go too far in the match because I, I like there's a lot about it I wrote down to talk about. But before I go too far, there like from the early going, what what were you thinking about it? So,
0: see, I actually I actually thought this was like your classic setup, and I don't know who's babyface and who's heel now. I feel like Kawada is more of a natural heel just from like psycho like just from yeah. just from his look, I guess. He just looks more like a heel than Masawa for sure. And he sells like a heel too, just like that. he just sells so good it's it, like he'll get he'll get boot he'll get a boot or something or like get clotheslined to hell, and then like he'll get up and just like there was a there's a point in the match where Misawa hits him with something and then he goes misawa goes down to like a knee and Kawada just jumps back up and just drop kicks him in the so, back of the head and so then it just sells, you know what I mean yeah. So that was great, but yeah, I thought it started off um, classic Japanese. Started off, you know, breaking holds, and then they start uh, Kawada. Or I'm sorry, Masawa starts working Kawada's knee. So yeah, uh, working the body part. You know, that's that's old school heat, brother.
1: <laughs> Dude, there's like probably like three minutes of this match. There is a disgusting backdrop driver. Like, oh, oh yeah. Like on the Ooh. crown of his head. Yep, that was towards um, the end. Of the, that
0: was like towards the end of the match, right?
1: No, there was one at the beginning too. <laughs>
0: Ooh.
1: But yeah, he's working his, his knee the whole match, and there was one insecurity, and Kawada hits this insecurity and just, not, just takes his face off, dude, like boot yeah. to the mouth. Just and the crowd goes nuts for it. Like
0: there know, was another. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. The Japanese crowd normally. Cool, calm, collective, respectful. Not to say that going like crazy for a match was disrespectful, but like that's just normally how they are. And they were a capital H O T, hot for this. Yeah, they were match. losing they were going it, crazy. And in '94, they were all in their business suits. They were fucking going crazy for this. Yeah, match for sure. I felt like it was going more for Misawa. They were cheering more for him, but they were going back and forth for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's there's like different points where there'd be the
0: Masawa,
1: Masawa, or like the Kawada, Kawada. It was definitely very back and forth, but man, I don't know if you saw this, but there was one Insegiri that Masawa jumps off the top rope to go for like a crossbody or something, and Kawada hits an Insegiri out of midair on him. Yes. So sick. (laughs) I thought that was awesome. But there was another, speaking of the backdrop driver, there was an even worse one where he just... Like landed directly on his neck, and then he yes. immediately picks him up and power bombs him. <laughs> like, oh my god, the dude's taking Masala was getting like just dropped on his head and his neck, yeah. like nonstop. <laughs> I
0: feel like Kawada is always trying to get somebody up for for that power bomb, and he like half the time he never does it.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's one of his like big moves. <laughs> and, and like I said, there's more abuse on the neck cause right after the the power bomb. He hits him with a a German suplex that like he tossed him and he like folded and fold like ew. yep <laughs> that one made, like I smell love of him memories. I love the little th- and that's that's the thing exactly
0: he hits him with his German but like folds him the fuck up just like and these are not skinny little Japanese guys oh, these definitely are not big boys you know big meaty meaty men and. uh <laughs> Yeah, they're beating the fuck out of each other. But there's a part where Kawada is pulling up Basawa, and he's doing this thing where he grabs him by the by arm, and he just goes, chop, 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 to the yeah. neck. Like, he does it, like, three times in a row. I love that. He's, like, he's just, like, about four or five just little chops, like, chop, 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 and then, hi-yah, to the neck.
1: <laughs> love that. That, uh, that nerve chop. Oh, in that's the what it is. The neck.
0: I shouldn't have known.
1: But, man, like, this getting closer to the end of the match, there's that nasty German suplex we talked about. And then he immediately gets him up for another powerbomb. And he only gets two. Kawada only gets two on that. And that crowd is like white hot at this point. They yeah, are.
0: They're like running out, jumping out of their seats. Literally.
1: <laughs> like that. It's not something you see from a Japanese crowd a lot. But they're literally Ooh. jumping up there, down the seats, running up and down the stairs, like freaking out. It was so sick to see. And I, I should mention that this match is apparently the first match Dave Meltzer ever gave six stars. So did he go back and give it six stars, or he gave it six stars when I it think happened? It was like when it 94. happened? I'm pretty sure it was when it happened. Damn. The big DM been doing this for a while, I guess. FDM. <laughs> but that's like so much. Uh, dude, Masawa hits an insane, crazy, like running headbutt. He was like a running, jumping headbutt. It was like Mm. like torpedoed himself. just hits him in the head with a headbutt. Yeah, the gross. Like oh, (laughs) ow. (laughs) There's another part where he's kicking Masawa.
0: Kawada is kicking Masawa, and the way that the camera is placed, that you can't see him, but he's kicking him in the chest like Daniel Bryan style. Yeah, obviously it's the other way around, but for modern day reference, he's just giving him these kicks to the chest, to the chest, to the chest. But then the last one, he must have like aim too high or something because to the mouth bro he fucking bow right in the mouth you can see the crowd's reaction like oh shit he (laughs) can feel
1: in the face so that was uh, that the common
0: theme in these matches is just there's at least one or two in in a series
1: of strikes that's
0: definitely just gonna connect.
1: He was not pulling them at all. That that he he, you taking that to the mouth that hurt. (laughs) But speaking of hurt man well, before that, after all this stuff we're talking about, they, they're both down, just selling, exhausted. And then they go for another strike battle, and they are killing each other with forearms, spinning back fists, which is where. Oh, yeah. Eddie- with the el- like the elbow forearms? Yeah. I
0: forget who it is. I don't know. I've- I'm forgetting which one. They both look great. I think it's Kawada. He's – wait, no. Who's wearing the green trunks? That'd be
1: Kawada, yeah. No, that's Masawa, Masawa. That's
0: Masawa, that's Masawa. His elbows are phenomenal. Like, yeah. They just look like, they're probably just real. I mean, like yeah. just not holding back. That's why they look good, but like just look nasty. And, like, just, fuck. Just laying
1: them in. 100% just laying them in. And then they both, they're just exhausted. Masawa hits <laughs> an insane lariat, picks them up for the most disgusting tiger driver i've ever seen in my life i don't like i don't i don't have a way to describe this with words how bad it was like it bad in a great way like he just yeah i don't know how to describe how he dropped him on his head but like his head it's on the crown of his head a tiger driver he picked him up all the way tiger driver on top of his head and then his neck just crunches in it, mm. oh my god it's so gross I'm pretty sure if you look up Tiger Driver and go to GIF it's the first one you're going to see and you'll <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about what you see it, yes. it was, oh, and that was the finish because this man just died
0: yeah there ain't no way he's getting up from that not going in a wheelchair
1: oh my god so good so good and he gets the
0: trophy Masao gets the win he gets the big ass trophy with the spikes on it for some yeah, reason the
1: triple crown
0: yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Nice. But yeah, man, that's such a great match. Such a great match. And I see why uh, good old DM gave it the six stars because it deserved it for sure.
0: Yeah, this was definitely worth five, I mean, five, six stars, whatever. The highest ranking you can give it, I would yeah. definitely say so. Just from crowd and psychology and everything. I, that's the thing is a lot of these matches – that we do like a one-off review of unless it's like a wwe thing or ecw thing we don't really know leading up to it yeah know what the build-up is but you could tell just from the crowd that this was like a very exciting a huge deal yeah definitely
1: it was great man so like like we've been saying match of the week's been a great way to go hop back and watch stuff that either you haven't seen or I haven't seen. I hadn't seen this until now, but man, genius. <laughs> genius. Yeah, that was great. But yeah, that's all we got. So let's, let's get out of here. First, where can everybody find you on social media?
0: I'm on Instagram,
1: XNEBX 219 And I'm on Twitter
0: at Fat X Tony.
1: What about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at burning hammered. The show is on Instagram at Go Home Pod and on Twitter at The Go Home Pod and on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash The Go Home Show. And you can find my band on Twitter and Instagram at Karma MWHC. And speaking of my band, before we got out of here, <laughs> well, let me this tell you something. got heat, dude. <laughs> Not nah, Taz. He got heat with the boys, dude. Taz was coming crazy at us. So. For you, those of y'all that don't know, we printed a, uh, a Taz rip. So basically it's, we took one of his shirts from 96, 97. The, it, says, it says, survive. If, we, if survive, if I let you on the front and then it's just some other stuff on the back. So we took that, put our promo picture of ourselves where Taz was and made it say survive. If we let you, and we changed the ECW logo to say Chicago hardcore.
0: So. Which is obviously you just explained a fucking, you know, uh,
1: an homage uh, yeah an homage a, pre, a rip a pre, i don't know like a word for word rip it's a rip that's what a rip is yeah but we're just paying respect Paying respect we love taz i love taz it Was my idea and i was like yo i love this shirt let's do it okay cool that that's a thing that happens very often between wrestling hardcore hip-hop hardcore wherever yeah it's so, a hard rip. The
0: yeah definitely
1: the homie kevin blackwood shout out to kevin great dude he has a shirt. He got one of the shirts and he posts a picture in it. And he's just like shouting, it. it's like, yo, it's cool to see. I lo- He does like a lot of hardcore inspired merch for his, like, for wrestling merch. So he's like, it's cool to see the inverse happen like with a band paying respect to some wrestling. And he tags Taz in it on Twitter. And, and
0: that's where he made a mistake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Taz quotes tweets it. And I don't have the tweet on him, but he says something like, tell these people, thanks. He put thanks in uh, quotations for stealing my work. My... He said, thanks for steal- taking a uh, an underground, non-mainstream bro, you were in the WWE.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro, come on.
1: Just because you got squashed by Triple
0: H on your opening match, don't be mad at, you know, some people paying respect. Like, come on, bro.
1: Like, I'll do Like, I definitely I could see where he's coming from if he didn't, like do the same thing with a biohazard shirt if he really didn't understand what the it was but like it just seemed weird that for him to be that mad about it <laughs> yes,
0: it's just so it, it is weird because it's just uh, it's a clear rip it's a clear homage you know uh it's definitely res- like it wasn't done in a disrespectful way like, it didn't make him look goofy in any way it was just like Here's the shirt. Here's the shirt that we got the idea from. Like this is obviously a rip. This is obviously if you if you know you know type of thing. Exactly. And then he goes on here and he's like telling your friends I said things. He's like, dude, you just come off like a prick because it's like nobody's taking food off your table for this exactly. shirt. Exactly.
1: We this only is made from like an ECW just shirt. So. Yeah, you
0: know, from what ninety eight. This is the ECW shirt. And uh, let's just be clear here. Your name is Taz. Like. <laughs> That's a Looney Tune. Like he, like what the <laughs> f- your whole name is a fucking rip off. Come on.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know why he was so upset about it, but shout out to Taz. Tez.
0: Yeah, shout. Tez. I mean, he's a fucking legend for he's sure. A legend, just, man.
1: That's why we exc- did the shirt. We love Taz.
0: Exactly, and it's just uh, it makes me mad and upset when I see this shit because I know how much you respect wrestling and how much you respect Taz and uh, how excited you were to do this. And you know it's just like a bummer to have an
1: old grumpy man to be like,
0: <laughs> thanks a lot for stealing my shirt from 30 years ago. It's like, all right, man.
1: Hey, hey. thanks for the rub, Taz. We got some followers out of it. <laughs> oh, shout out. <laughs> but nah, Shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Taz. I thought it was it was like nothing too serious. I thought it was just a little funny thing that yeah. happened. I was at, I was literally at work in, uh, the homie Eric from Timebomb texted me he's like, Yo, you see Taz burying you on Twitter? I was like, For what? <laughs> That's not even a- your
0: dad seen you, bro. Your dad seen it and he's like, He got heat with Taz.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's insane, man. You're I over. I think I would get buried by Taz on Twitter in 2020. Nah, dude.
0: You're fucking over.
1: Uh-huh. You'll be doing
0: his theme song before you know it.
1: So, I love that song. We'll make it, for Taz, hit me up. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Ted, shout out to Kevin Blackwood. Follow Blackwood on Twitter and Instagram. I think it's like Blackwood B L K W D X V X because he's vegan, straight edge. i Kevin, real good dude. But be- since I just mentioned time bomb, actually, I'll plug this real quick too. Time bomb oh, yeah. seven, I think it was. Time to shine next week, or th- actually this week, Sunday at seven PM Central Time, I believe. On IWTV, Independent Wrestling Hey, it's gonna be streaming. You can see your boy. <laughs> you can see some crazy <laughs> matches. I put the matches over the, the week after that on the show here. So definitely yes, you go did. check that out. Some great matches. Uh, AJ Gray, the homies on there. Matthew Justice. He had a great match with uh, with, uh also SGC member, Old Manders. Yeah, one call Manders and um. Frontman Jossie got whooped by AJ, like I just mentioned. <laughs> in the main event, man, it was a banger between or Vite and Alex Cologne. Oh, yeah. That's a death match for sure. <laughs> yep. It was real cool, though, man. I'm excited for everybody to be able to watch that show. going to be streaming. And it's just cool for me to be on IWTV. A wrestling show, bro. <laughs> it's cool. Your debut. It's my debut on IWTV.
0: Time, bro, uh, time Pro Dark. That's you. Oh, <laughs> you're on there.
1: TPW dark time. No, T, T, I, I can't even, I messed it up. It's too late. <laughs> no, you ain't on dark,
0: bro. You're on the real fo- You're on the main
1: event. <laughs> yeah, we were. So I don't know how they're going to have it edited, but we played after the third match before the main event. So it'll be cool to see. I'm, re- I'm really excited to see it. I, I haven't seen it like edited together at all. So it'll be my first time seeing it too.
0: Yep. I'll be there. I'll be watching live pal. Or not live, but you know what I mean. When yeah. it goes up.
1: Oh, y'all, yeah. Well, yeah. You got anything else for the people before we get out of here?
0: Oh, no, sir. I'm I'm glad you plugged all your stuff. I'm glad you got shit in.
1: <laughs> Mr. GMSI, Brian K is my nickname now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking yeah, it all. Exactly. There you go. I'm, I'm going after team test for real. <laughs> Holy
0: shit. I'll take out Ricky Starks. He's the smallest one.
1: No, nah, Ricky Starks pretty cool by my book. Shout out to all of them. Yeah, shout out to all of them for sure, man. I love that's like one of my favorite things at AEW right now. Before without getting into a whole nother conversation when I'm trying to wrap up the show. <laughs> <laughs> Team Taz rules, shout out to Taz, shout out to Kevin Blackwood, shout out to Ricky Stark, shout out to everybody. Shout out to all. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shut man. yourself
0: out if we didn't shoot out.
1: <laughs> but no, man, that's all we got for this week. So everybody's being safe out there wearing a mask. Uh if anybody's going to be at the collective next weekend, we'll probably. Well, no, yeah, we'll, we'll get an episode up before then. I'm, I'm thinking that the Collective's this weekend is not next weekend, but yeah, yeah. We, if you but are, we'll be at there. The GCW uh, spring break, we'll be there. So yep. come see what's up to you boys. But that being yeah, said, sure. wear a mask. Black Lives Matter. It's time to go home.